This is a HeadGum Podcast. Want to watch this episode? Check it out on our YouTube channel by going to youtube.com slash doughboysmedia. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, buddy, it's Weiger here. Wow. So, no scripted intro this week because the WGA strike continues, as does the SAG after strike our sister union. We're out in the picket line together fighting against the AMPTP and their corporate greed, hoping to make these professions financially sustainable once again. I'm actually recording this on Labor Day, so figured I'd wish a happy belated Labor Day to all the workers out there, whether you're on the picket line or on the job. God bless y'all. Solidarity across the board. And especially so with those of you who work in food service, agriculture, packaging, trucking, delivery, all aspects of the food chain. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. And uh, those jobs are very tough, and oftentimes you're laboring under unfair conditions. So, hey, we salute all of you. In fact, I'll do a little salute gesture against my California Republic hat here on the video feed. Um, that's all I got for you. This intro's kind of dry, but, uh, I figured I'd spice things up with a little bit of slapstick at the very end, so, uh, look out for that. Check out birdfuck.com. Um, we've got links to all the relevant labor organizations, as well as, uh, Doughboys merch, so you can find that all over there. And enjoy this week's episode, because this week on episode... I was almost home. That wasn't the slapstick. That was just, that was a genuine flub. I guess we might as well keep that in. Um, I was almost home. I was trying to say this week on Doughboys, and I said this week on episode. <sighs> anyway, this week on Doughboys, Pollo Campero. All right, here's a slapstick. Whoa! Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co- What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> What's that? What's that for? <laughs> I was doing a little gesture to start things off. You don't have to imitate my gesture. <laughs> I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Wyatt Burp, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Welcome. Welcome to Doughboys. Uh, hello there. I'm way behind in trying to catch up as much as I can before the Stitcher app disappears. So we're not on Stitcher. You don't have to listen to the Stitcher app. 
Uh, anyway, I'm with no connection to Stitcher. Anyway, I'm currently <laughs> on the Einstein Brothers episode from 2021, and Mitch just got really pissed about the, all the sneeze-related roasts going on at the time, and then almost immediately burped on air. All An incredible right. moment in the history of podcasting. <laughs> Nick announced a future month of, month of burp roasts, which I can only hope ca came to fruition, mostly because I need to know whether anybody sent in Wyatt burp. Apparently not. There you go. I haven't burped or sneezed in a while, honestly. It's true. I mean, just in general. You may be jinxing it. Do you remember in, uh, um, Grown Ups where... Jen from Arizona sent that in. Roastspoonman at gmail.com. Kevin, Kevin James's character burps and sneezes and farts at the same time, I believe. Sounds it's a, familiar. I can't remember kind of specifically. It's a point, I believe. Yeah. I like Grown Ups too. I've told you this. Yeah, we've talked about this. Jack yeah. throws a man over the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that the whole reason you like the movie? Is that one joke? It's pretty I good. La I laughed throughout the whole movie. They're both fine. They're both fun. Yeah. He's having a good time. Yeah. There's a new one. Sandler's and his and his his daughter is starring in it. Bat Mitzvah movie. The bat what's it Mitzvah called? movie. Yeah, it's not called the Bat Mitzvah movie. It's. You're, I think you're not. You're not invited to my Bat Mitzvah. And then you said, "Let's see you like. Let's see you defend this one." Basically to me, and I said, "He gets a pass." Sandler gets a pass. And then I saw the trailer, and you agreed after after you watched it too. His daughter had my. Watch the trailer. Yeah, maybe. you said his daughter has the juice. Hey, Mitt, you know what? Shut my mouth. His daughter might have the juice. That's what I. Sandler that's... Jr. might have the juice. I think so too. Anyway, uh, by the way, let's not let's, let's talk not... about this upcoming Netflix movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should be doing right now. Mitch, we Fuck just got Netflix. back. But... That's the only downside to Sandler. Fuck yes. Netflix. Uh, we just got back. Speaking of, you know, hey, the recent, uh, we're talking about the future, but talking about the recent past, we just got mm. back from San Diego. That's right. Where we did a live show there. That episode mm. will have been out for a couple weeks now, but mm -hmm. we went to a tiki bar. You love a tiki bar, but he's Neil and Fran took us to False Idol. That's right. And you. False Idol. Mm hmm. And you, uh, I, I normally hate False Idols. <laughs> I'm always worshiping them. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, you always you always worship them. I and I I I dislike them. I don't trust them. Yeah, but uh, I pray to I, those things, give them offerings. <laughs> I'm all in on false idols. I liked that place a lot. It was a it was good a time. Blast. It was a hoot. You'd order a drink. Uh, I, 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 we haven't introduced our guests yet, but you order a drink, and a certain drink, and uh, the and thunder would roll. There would be thunder that rolled. There'd be rolling thunder. There'd be rolling thunder. A little flash of lights. And a little bit of rumble and, and in the seats. The too. seats rumbled quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. After post Doughboy show, you're worried when the seat rumbles. Yeah. What's going on? Where's the source of this rumble? <laughs> All right. No, it's the Scorpion Bowl you ordered. It was. It was specifically the Scorpion Bowl. That's right. We had a lovely I time. I got there. shit faced too. Yeah, you got very drunk. I went to a Tacos El Gordo, um, which was near the hotel we stayed at. I don't know how you party like this. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, I'm older than you, but I'm not significantly older than you. I'm in the mm, same age I'd say range. significantly Two older. years older than you. Uh, but like, I we went out and I was just like, I like I stayed out. I'd never stay out past midnight. I stayed out until mm. like at one o'clock. It was absurd. I was, and I had like three drinks and I was so tired. And you like, can, like I left, you were still there. You were still partying. You, and then you also went to a second location afterwards. You left like minutes, I'd say like five minutes before our, like we left. Okay, well. You, you, you were like, I'm going. And then we were like, okay, sure. And you left. They were, they closed, they were closing the bars down. We went back to the hotel. Then we walked to Tacos El Gordo. And then I did also Postmates Roberto's to my hotel room. Why did you do all this? Because it was fun. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Emma, here's a drop. drop I'm kind of embarrassed loading. doing that in front of drop the man I lived loading. with for years. 
drop loading. I love the Finch man. Bus. The Venga Bus. Remember when the Venga Bus first pulled in? Oh, I remember. And then uh, the Six Flags old man got on board oh, too. Oh man, yeah. And then uh, then it was, that was history. The end of that. How is that old? The Six Flag old man. It feels like is is that park falling apart? Does the studio own that park? Well, we get you get our guests in here. We can talk about it. Yeah. Hey, Spoon Man and Burger Boy. I love the show and love both of you and wanted to show my appreciation with a Venga Boys drop. I know Nick doesn't want to, but get out to Denver as soon as you can. Paul. What does that mean? Does it mean, does it mean for a tour show? Yeah, it must oh, mean. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to be doing that. Uh, Mitch, let's introduce our guests. The authors of the new novel, Kill the Rich. Wow. Jack Allison and Kate Shapiro are here. Hi, hi, hi Jack. Hi, Kate. Hi, thanks for having us. Jackie Boy's hi. back and Kate's here for the first time. Yeah. Lovely this to is... have you both. Kate, you are from, you are in Florida right now. Is that correct? That's where you live? Yes, Miami. How long you lived in Miami? Like a year and a half. Wow. Maybe? Okay. How is it down there? Yeah. How is it down there? It's like hot and weird. A lot of weird stuff going on. It's really hot. Kate <laughs> was flabbergasted day, that we had somehow... to do COVID tests to record this show. Yeah. I, they haven't done COVID tests. Never. They've never done COVID tests. In Florida. <laughs> they don't do them. Not COVID ended in Florida with the George Floyd protests. No one ever thought about <laughs> it, it ever, ever again. Wow. Dear like, God. That, I, I'm glad none of you have COVID. I'm happy for your health. Yeah, we're not, one of us has COVID, but <laughs> yeah, one of us probably has COVID. Giving it to Casey right now. Sorry, Casey. Um, I, I it does feel like it's making a little bit of a comeback it's, here. It's back. It never left. A lot of masks going on. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, People I've seen a lot it. of masks out recently. That I I've noticed more masks recently. I've I saw the mask recently. <laughs> I, that, that was my pitch. COVID. This is my pitch for a COVID-based mask reboot uh-huh. is the mask, you know, the famous the mask gets caught in like a paper mulcher and all the little bits of the mask ah. get made into paper masks. That's good. That everybody wears. So there's for multiple. COVID, so everybody becomes the mask. That's I anyone like that could a lot. Ha- anyone anybody could be, could the, be mask. the mask yeah. just from putting on a a, a surgical mask. Kind of a Spider Verse take. <laughs> that is fun, and like there is a good anti-masker side of that too, where they yeah. like. This is an anti-masking movie. You know, this is the anti-maskers are correct, and we're always correct. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about about uh, Kill the Rich because this uh, this book. I'm very excited to read it. It's it's not quite out yet as of this record, but it will be out very very soon. What's the date? Uh, September twelfth. So that'll be um, out next week as yeah. of this episode's release. Uh, so, so yeah, wow. look at Killer Rich. Uh, Jack has a copy right there. Has a, You were telling me the, the name for the, the the proof of the book. What is it? Yes, it's the Advanced Review Copy. Advanced Review Copy, the ARC. Yes, this is the ARC. So this is a special collector's edition with a bunch of wow. fucked up bad spelling in it. The one that comes out, 
<laughs> next month will actually have uh, good spelling in it. Can, can wow. you can can y'all tell uh, like first off talk about like how did you craft the idea for this book? But I am also like curious like how you came to work together because like collaborating on a podcast is one thing, but collaborating on a, on a novel like that's a big undertaking. Kate, do you want to do you want to start with how you came up with the idea originally? Yeah, um, I came up with the idea in grad school. Uh, like the Kardashians were at like the height of their power then. And I always, and everybody else was depressed and sad. And I was like, wouldn't it be just like good for the world if they were just executed on television? <laughs> like if just one of them went. Cause like in the middle ages, that was like the prime, like that's what everyone did for fun was just execute like people. And that was like the great <laughs> thing to do on Friday nights. But, and I was like, that would be good for us right now. We need that. <laughs> so that was the first kind of seed of the book. And then I wrote kind of a bunch of disjointed short stories, like set in the world that kills Kim Kardashian. Um, and then kind of reached out to Jack to make it into an actual thing. Uh, yeah, so when and Kate was doing the rewrites, into, yeah. yeah, she asked me to sort of come on board and we rewrote I mean, you know, a lot of it, but all the characters were there, you know, in, in Kate's original version, which she was doing as a sub stack. And, you know, you ask what it was like to, to collaborate on a book. And I honestly think, you know, we all did sketch writing and everything like mm -hmm. that. Like, True. and there's something easier in a way about doing collaborative writing, because you can imagine, you know, sitting down to write a novel. Uh, it's very easy to be like, fuck this. I'll never do it again. Right. Like, write like five pages and be like, well, that was stupid to even think of doing. But when you write with somebody else. You basically have a weekly meeting where you check in and, you know, uh, uh, see each other's work. And so, yeah, we had a built in sort of writer's group, um, which I think made it easier in the end. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've written anything solo since uh, my family guy spec in college is maybe the last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I see you texting for like three straight hours every day <laughs> when, we're, when we live together. <laughs> it reminds me of the Noah. time I jacked off while my roommate was sleeping. <laughs> I was using it to write what you know. <laughs> um, no, in mine, uh, Peter meets like a, a, a version of the uh, abominable snowman is what my episode was about. That sounds funny. That's pretty in the good. book, too. That's in the book, too, actually. <laughs> is Peter, it really? Peter Griffin meets the abominable snowman yeah, in the book. Well, Jackie boy, we're very proud of you. Congratulations. And Kate, Big undertaking. I almost called K Katie girl. That doesn't work as well. But Jackie boy, and I, we don't know you each other well enough. To, yeah, yeah, you're going to be yeah. more familiar. But Jackie boy. <laughs> shake of the head. <laughs> Kate there. And Kate, we're very proud of you. That's very exciting. It's, uh, it's, it's very exciting uh, news. I was watching some of, uh, which kind of fills in. I was watching some of the dark side of the 2000s last night. Have you, have you seen this show? What is it? And it was just like a whole episode on Lindsay Lohan was mm. like the dark side of the 2000s and like uh this one's about Lindsay and it was about uh okay. TMZ and how we used to we how we kind of did in the early 2000s I think we did kind of we did kind of destroy those people in bad ways. Oh but, yeah, no, there was a I, lot of like pretty exploitative things. Hey, go on Kate, please. Oh, I think Lindsay's she actually came out pretty well. I think she's married to like a Bahrainian like billionaire and just <laughs> lives on a yacht. So uh, Did she really? Good for her. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's it, it, it was it was it was a very funny. I mean, like it was just like looking at like the dark, and I don't even really understand why it was that dark. I think people were just mean. What? So what is the but like like okay? I, I'm I, I'm I'm thinking of reading this book. Like, what should I expect? Like, what is the narrative? Um. Okay. Well, so uh, basically, in 2038, 
uh, America elects a communist president in a, in a squeaker election. Basically, all the political parties split. And so there's three political parties. The American People's Party elects their communist president who wins on the slogan, kill the rich. Uh, and so the book opens with the televised execution of Kim Kardashian, who's not just the Kim Kardashian we know. She sure. In the book, she owned a makeup plant that poisoned like a whole California city and got away with it. Uh, that's um, the one I want executed too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and so, yeah, the, the book follows an, a senior aide to the president and he's trying to like, you know, scrounge up information on the next rich person to kill a uh, pizza delivery driver um, in Las Vegas, who was Kim Kardashian's former assistant and an expat um, influencer living in exile in Russia and it all comes to a confluence um, in a cryptocurrency-fueled secessionist city in Las Vegas uh, run by Willem Lutz, who is a, you know, sort of meme-obsessed um, richest man in the world that you might recognize, you know, as another rich guy that we know from mm, the real world. Interesting. Uh, and whose likeness uh, they didn't use on the cover because any, like, any resemblance <laughs> is perfectly, uh, you know, coincidental. Um, but yes, uh, uh, and so don't start taking guesses right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, it's a political satire book and it's pretty crazy and near future weird stuff. I wow. love it. And right up your alley. Jack's always been a champion, a, a, a champion of, uh, for the working class. It's true. That's, it is Absolutely. true. I will say the book is more like, it's more of a political satire. It's not like so much a polemic. I don't think this this is, I mean, this book doesn't even advocate that we should necessarily kill the rich. It's mm -hmm. kind of like a, you know, America is a big mess kind of book. Sure. Depiction is not endorsement. Yes, that's right. Sure. I disagree. I think America's great. <laughs> we need to make hey. it great again. There, there you go. There you <laughs> go. Right. Thank you. There's the Florida. She does live in Florida. <laughs> uh, I'm curious because we're, okay, so Miami is known as a, a, a food city with its own distinct culture. You've lived there for a little bit now, Kate. It, it, are there any Miami eats you've come to, to you've grown to love? Um. Yeah. Uh, there's this, one place, my favorite restaurant, is um, Vietnamese Cajun fusion food. Oh, man. Um, which, that's pretty much the only Asian food around since there's no Asian in town. It's just Cuban and Argentinian and Dominican and Haitian, and that's it. Um, Cuban food's really good. Coffee. Yeah, um, yeah I was going to get an empanada. I meant to from the place today. They have empanadas. I don't know if they do in California. They do. But... Oh, we tried we got it. An quite good. It was good. You okay. Because go I was going to go and get an empanada and then go to Versailles where like my family was having a party. And Versailles is like the big Cuban spot. Like where, that's where Trump, we... when he comes to Miami, he goes where people like sing him happy birthday and give him food. And then he that, leaves. That's where Trump went right recently. And they sang him happy birthday and he didn't eat anything and then ate McDonald's on the plane ride home. Yeah. I believe. That's where all the Trump rallies. In Miami, in Miami, all the Trump rallies are at this place called Versailles. And I remember when he's getting indicted here, everybody's like, is there going to be violence in the street? And I'm like, they're going to go to Versailles and have empanadas. That's, <laughs> that's what they'll all do. Which they're going to do exactly violence to some empanadas is what they're going to do. <laughs> God yeah. damn that man and his love of McDonald's. I can't help but, <laughs> can't help but admire and vote yeah. for him. Uh, that's, that's, that, it is, it's hard. 
It's hard. The McDonald's love love is hard. Obviously, you know, you, I, I don't know. You haven't done the McDonald's episode, right? Yeah. No, we have not co- officially so covered McDonald's. There's one clear, obvious candidate for the well, white whale, we, the we, white whale guest. No, we, we mentioned we this have. on during one of our live shows that well, they, I think we have talked about if Trump wanted it was like, I'd love to come on and review McDonald's. I think we would make that our final episode. Yeah. <laughs> we would, we, 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 we would have pr- the opportunity to talk to Trump about McDonald's <laughs> for an hour and a half. It would be like, Doughboy, it would be like, we wouldn't announce it. And then yeah. it would be like, Doughboy's Thursday. And you would just see like, McDonald's with Donald Trump. Yeah, tomorrow with Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, oh, is Bugmane doing a character? And it's like, oh, no, this sounds a lot like yeah. actual Trump. Yeah. Yeah, no, they have a photo with the three of them all giving thumbs up. <laughs> and he said the fish delight was was pretty good. <laughs> Give it five say, forks. Gummy savers, it's a snack or whack segment. I'll give it a snack. I can't do it. I can't do it, Trump. <laughs> I'm no James Austin Johnson, but I I tried. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so so we're talking about uh, like uh, we're going to talk about fried chicken. We're going to talk about this particular chain, but there's a place we've talked about three of us at length, Jack and Kate. I want to get your take, and I also, Jack, I want to see if you have any updated thoughts from the last time we spoke about this topic. Taco Bell is Mitch's favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a a place that I know that Jack, you have a lot of fondness for and some strong opinions of. Uh, Kate, are you what? Where do you stand on Taco Bell? Um, I really like Fountain Diet Pepsi drinks. Okay, I one drink, and that's what this restaurant had, and Taco Bell has. Sometimes I'll go to Taco Bell and just get the Fountain Pepsi because Pepsi in a can sucks. Pepsi from the Fountain at Taco Bell is like the best thing in the world. Wow, wow I love this because there's the McDonald's Coke thing. People know the McDonald's Coke at McDonald's is good. It's better than. They have little. Uh, they have these little uh, metal canisters. It comes in a metal canister. It's the most beautiful <laughs> canister. It would be a good episode. It would be a good. It would be a good final episode. And you would find yourself suddenly with hundreds of thousands more fans. Yeah. Probably having a lot more fun. You'd be down on boats in Miami. Yeah. Our no lives one, are no better. One we getting have more mad money. at you. Yes. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken with Jim Caviezel the next week. <laughs> Damn. Just the temptation to go it's right. All, we always have that release That's valve. what you don't understand with Hollywood people. It's hard. We don't turn we right, don't and it's hard. It's we hard. Don't, it's hard mm-hmm. to do. Because that escape shoot exists. You can turn mm-hmm. right at any time. Then We're doing this for you. We haven't turned right you. because for yeah. you, the listeners. We're doing it for you so you can yell at us if there's ever a guest you don't like. <laughs> you can get really mad and ruin our lives. On the websites. <laughs> I can't wait for the future That's when you yell at us for something else. We'll get a guest on that you don't like. You're going to yell at us about it. We'll apologize. And then we'll keep doing the pod. But we don't. We could turn right and we don't have to worry about that. No one that. would ever get mad at you for any guest ever again. <laughs> They'd get mad at people for getting mad at yes, you. Yeah. Tr- They'd get mad true. at people who came on our show because they'd be like, how dare you go on that show now? <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. That's its own thing. That's not our problem. That's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go make a donation. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so Fountain Diet Pepsi. First off, were you a Pepsi family? Because I was a Pepsi family. It was a while before I came around to Coke as an adult. No, I'm from Texas. So I'm a Dr Pepper and Big Red family. Oh, so wow, yeah. it was a while before I I came to Pepsi. And usually it's like, oh, I guess I'll have to take the Pepsi. And then Taco Bell like converted me wow. because their Diet Pepsi out of this world. 
insane. Wow. I, I don't really know have never even heard this said. Yeah, I've never, I've not wow. thought about that. Cause I'll also like, if I'm at Taco Bell, I'm not getting a diet drink. That's a context where I'm getting a Baja Blast or a full I'm sugar. I'm always getting What the, about a Sierra the... Mist? Sierra Mist? Sierra Mist is not I'm, bad, actually. RIP Sierra Mist. Now we're well, replaced by Starry. It's now Starry. Yeah. What? And Starry, when did that yes. Happen? That happened. Oh, this was a this was a thing that was a huge like media campaign at the start you of this year. You've probably I think. seen Starry commercials. Yeah, well, you probably well, have. You know, you watched any linear television, but they they were really pushing it during like the the NBA postseason, and it's uh, Sierra Mist was discontinued, and Starry has been launched in its stead. We've tasted Starry on the show. It's fine. I think Starry Zero is pretty good. But here's the thing. And the conspiratorial side of you, you will be like, okay, that's what they were doing. Sierra Mist was made with cane sugar. Starry is made with high fructose corn syrup, oh, much, much on. cheaper. Come so on. it was a way for them to rebrand. It's like, here's the new cool item, but it's something that's got a better profit margin. Mm. Yeah. Giving diabetes to people. Yeah. I guess cane sugar never did that. Yeah. <laughs> Have as much as you like. <laughs> as much as you like. Take that to the doctor. Is there? You know, I never thought is Sierra Mist is a type of a Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. Were uh, these names because it is like a, a no, 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 no. No, the yes. Names, right? A, the a Sierra, Sierra Mist, the mists of the you know right. on That's the Sierra. That's a great point. That's a Mountain Dew. Yeah, isn't it? Fuck, it's just a, a more, more specific, specific Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. What, and I, I, I was thinking about what that what a what Sierra Mist is exactly. Yeah. It's like a, like you're you're up top like in the Sierras and then it's like it's yeah there's the, like the a mist, mist. A mist. Yeah, 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 mist. yeah. What's Mountain next? Dew Everest is Everest fog. Like... <laughs> We're gonna have that. We're gonna be drinking Everest fog. Is that <laughs> what's next? Are you telling me that's what's next? <laughs> I think Sierra, Sierra Mist is a much more sort of descriptive name of what that tasted like. Yeah, Mountain Dew. I don't think any Mountain Dew tastes like Mountain Dew. Certainly not. Which tastes yeah. like slime, tastes like the battery <laughs> yeah. slime or something. I love Mountain Dew, but it's not refreshing in the way no. that Mountain Dew is. Hey, let it's me intense. Look. Let me guess. Let me look here. Oh, hill water? <laughs> we're drinking hill water. That's a thing that's gonna we're going to be drinking soon. <laughs> Fucking canning hill water? I got a two liter of hill water and bringing that to a party? What's going on? You are right. Mountain Dew is... It is. It makes me think that like you're on, you're on like a big slimy mountain of some sort. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Because what is what? Yeah, what is what is? The, you're right. Sierra Mist. That's a. Oh, I get it. Like, ah, yeah. here I am yeah. in the refreshing lemony the air, or and there yeah. it is. That's how it tastes. Like and, kind of like Febreze and, or Mount, something. Mountain Dew is a little bit of is, yeah, it's slime. It's a little slime mountain. A mountain where there's sludgy, <laughs> sludgy waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. I do think I would enjoy. I would enjoy the mountain that. Yeah. Mountain Dew comes from. Oh, yeah. From. Slime Mountain sounds like a Banjo-Kazooie biome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after TikTok clock, you go to fucking Slime, Slime Mountain. Mountain. But you know you're getting game over to see Grunty anyways. <laughs> uh, Grunty's wait. hot in the... Uh, Grunty well, gets transformed. Clear, transformed Grunty. Transformed, transformed Gruntilda. Gruntilda. Yeah. And then does she have a different name when she's transformed? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think she, I know on Banjo-Tooie, she stops rhyming when she talks. Yeah. Which I really took me one, out of the One of the many missteps of Banjo-Tooie. Didn't you just mess. play one? Didn't you play one? I just beat one. One rocks. Um, one is great. And I tried to do two, and I was like, this just stinks. They yeah. made a big, they messed, like, too much plot, unskippable cutscenes. Yeah. The levels aren't good. Gruntilda doesn't, 
get into a machine that turns her hot. Either. No, There's she's a lot got of weird sisters. Yeah, too much lore. She's too much. A skeleton, in Banjo I yeah, it's a more is more approach that just is bloated and yeah. and you know you I, I fell off of it. Uh, and I'm speaking to someone who like played the shit out of Donkey Kong 64, which is also a bloated mess. Uh, okay, let's let, let's not talk about N64. Hey, what do you think about all that? Do <laughs> you think we're dorks? I like Donkey Kong 64. Did you really? Do you have I a favorite did Kong? Like Donkey Kong. Uh, no, I don't think I can remember that much, but I remember enjoying it. Simply think of the rap, and you'll yeah. know all of their names. <laughs> and if you, if you can't think of any, Nick will surely list off every Kong for you. <laughs> Including the ones from the cartoon series as well. <laughs> Nick? Chunky? Baby? Yes. Right. There's Dixie, Tiny. There's Diddy. Dixie. Diddy. There's um, Lanky. Uh, there's, uh... You like Lanky? You know, there's Maggie Dixie. Kong's cool. There's Dixie. Maggie Kong. Dixie's, Dixie's cool. Dixie, yeah. Dixie's good. Yeah. Donkey, Dixie. of course. Do we say donkey? I don't know if we said donkey. That's an I like the open Cranky. world Sonic Cranky. for Dreamcast. That's what Donkey That's Kong is. That's a great game. Sonic well. Adventure? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Sonic yeah. Adventure 1 and 2, both pretty good. Did you, there There was a, the the recent, oh my God, I played it and now I'm not, I'm, the name's escaping me. But there's a recent Sonic game, Sonic Frontiers, mm-hmm. that's an open world approach that's pretty fun if you're looking for a kind of a return to form. Mm-hmm. When the Dreamcast came rad. out, I really felt of a different future in America. Nine nine ninety nine. There's there's an that, argument that could be made that that is like the peak of all America. You know, nine nine ninety nine. Well, because like, you have that, and then Final Fantasy VIII comes out of the same day as like as like Sony PlayStation Matrix shot is in theaters. Like, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Nine eleven didn't happen yet. It's true. <laughs> Two years away. Wow. Oh. Man. Planning stages, I guess. If the if the Dreamcast succeeds, <laughs> yeah, they were probably having having generals over in Saudi Arabia around that time, <laughs> hearing pitches. Yes, yeah, <laughs> putting together decks. <laughs> I wish they went on strike. <laughs> Would have been helpful. Would have been. Um. I, I it just I, I I think that I felt I thought of a world where like uh, America would look like how maybe like how Tokyo looks you know Tokyo was like futuristic and cool looking when the Dreamcast came out I I dreamed of a future like that have you been to Tokyo no I've seen pictures though <laughs> are you thinking of like Akira Tokyo yeah Tokyo is nice but it is like a city kind of it's yeah. like a city all right. Yeah, maybe I did think more of Akira. I, I, did, I, 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 th- I thought of I thought of like a futuristic world, but that's not a future we want. That's a dystopian future. Yeah, yeah not for the not for the haves. Yeah, no, <laughs> I guess I the mean, haves are doing all right. Just be one of the haves and as live in that future. As we're as we're like you know living into our own dystopia, don't some of the other dystopias look kind of good? Right, if it's going to be, be a dystopia fun. anyway, yes. you know why not have it all look nicer, look yeah. cooler. That's kind of how I no, feel. No, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate, I'm, I'm, let's let's talk a little bit about, and Jack, I want to get your thoughts too. Let's talk mm. a little about chicken, because this is a chicken chain we're discussing. Where does, because fried chicken is my favorite food. I love fried chicken. I love all kinds of chicken. When I was eating plant-based, chicken was the thing that was shockingly to me that I that I missed the most. Um, where do you stand on, uh, Jack, let's start with you. Where do you stand on chicken? Where is it in your hierarchy of meats, and do you have a favorite preparation? Interesting question. You know, uh, I think that I probably would, from my gut, say steak or, you know, beef Interesting. is probably sure. the, 
top of the hierarchy of meats for me, but mostly because I like burgers so much. But I think chicken is a lot more versatile. Um, and there's a lot more things you can do with chicken. I think this, I think that like the chicken stock, you know, chicken broths are better than a beef broth. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, a fried chicken, you know, there's just something about how much, you know, the, the, the cuts of the meat on that bird are so good, you know, like the, uh, uh, the size and the bulbousness uh, of a chicken. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I would say, I, you know, it's probably... Beef, then chicken, although I think that in my recent years, you know, chicken has come up, has come up a little bit. I mean, fish, we can all be honest. It's way down there at the bottom. I mean, if we're actually being honest. How dare you? Look, he's he's from uh, Long Beach, and I'm from Quincy. We're both, we're sea towns. Mm -hmm. Are you honestly going to say that you put fish high? No, it's last, but still, (laughs) I like it. Last? You put it last? Yeah, I'd probably put it below. I mean, for me, I think maybe fish has gotten closer to chicken, but I do. I, I'm where where this is the wimpy side take, of the uh, take fish over like lamb or pork. Lamb can be lamb can mm. be really nice. Yeah, I'm nice lamb, but I like maybe, if I was able, like, I I maybe would do fish over. I maybe I'm with you on that. Even though fish, I like both of my, them a fish lot. Is like if we're saying fish is like a whole classification, not breaking down individual types of yeah. fish, and including I guess shellfish as well as part of that. I think fish is fish is like two or three for me. I love fish. Chicken, I think that chicken can really vary in quality. That's sure. that's a that's I've said this before, mm-hmm. but you can get some like stringy or muscly chicken, and that kind of always bums me out. Especially uh, at a chain, especially yeah. at like you get or like at a, a fucking at a grocery store, you can get some really like low quality, like just factory farmed, loaded with antibiotics. This chicken had a miserable life, and you can you tell can in the quality. It, yeah. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a Dolphins preseason game. (laughs) (laughs) I had a really bad fried chicken this weekend at a Dolphins preseason game. Oh, no. It was was fried chicken? Yeah, and it was from like we we were at like a fancy lounge, too. And it was fried chicken. And it was like the worst thing ever. The breading all fell off. It was like slimy and stringy. I was like, was it cooked all the way through? I like gave it to my boyfriend and just made him eat it, which he did, which I thought was weird, too. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's the problem with chicken. It can be like the best thing you've ever eaten in your entire life. Or it could be something that you'll never forget because it's so horrifying. Right, that's, that is, I, I agree. That's, that's chicken is a nightmare. Scenario. You ever see? You know, we talked about Japan earlier. Did you ever see the Anthony Bourdain in Japan, where he has like semi rare and raw chicken? Yeah, I have not seen this. There's a thing in Japan where they're like, he's like, you know, it's only because American, you know, farming is so fucked up that we can't eat chicken rare or right. whatever. And it definitely, I don't think I would do it here. You know, I think I would certainly be, not. But it definitely has given me a fascination, a fascination with having some rare or raw chicken meat. They made I, on on the Iron Chef on the the Iron Chef Japan, the one they would make in the, the Japanese production before they started in America. I remember an old episode where they made some like medium rare turkey, and I was just like, and they were like just but, saying like, but, but you you're not eat- allowed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not allowed. But you can't eat it like that. I guess just if it's not. Yeah. Raised in this condition works. When I was disease. saw that Dreamcast, that's what the future I thought of was the the raw chicken future. <laughs> Do you did you I'm have a Dreamcast? Milk. I didn't have one. No, well, you were the, you were part of the problem. I know. Yeah, I had a fucking Dreamcast. Oh, I got I one at nine nine ninety nine. I think I did too. Actually, sounds like I Kate got had the one modem. Too. Oh yeah, 
I didn't Nintendo sixty four. You could take out the controller and then have a new game that was like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I had my Chow. I, I raised that. my Chow, of course. Yeah, that was cool. I did that like made that. me pretty cool in middle school. That is, you know, you could call your plays an NFL two K on that little screen. Your <laughs> buddy wouldn't see it. I had a Nintendo sixty four. You had both, huh? Fucking yeah, well, spoiled little goddamn right. Spoiled ass bitch. I bought it with my own money. Yeah, right. I did. The fuck were you doing? Nineteen ninety nine. How old were you? 30? I was in college. <laughs> You're in college. I was teaching at a college. <laughs> Kate, Kate, where does where where is uh, first off? Are you a, are you a big meat eater? And where does chicken go in your hierarchy of meats? Um, I am. I guess I like beef. I'm from Texas, so barbecue. Oh, sure. That makes total one. sense. I went to Argentina this year, Whoa. and uh, Argentina is known for like steaks. So I had like the best steaks of my life, and it really, like, and you're saying that as a Texan. My appreciation. Hmm? Yeah. And you're no, saying that as a Texan. Like, wow. Yeah. Argentina, it's expensive to get there, but you can have like the best steak you've ever eaten for like 35 bucks. Like wow. at the fanciest restaurant with like the n- nicest bottles of wine, like everything's so cheap. Wow! But it's like the nice dining experience. So just like pay for the flight and get out there and have like I just had steak every single day. It was awesome. You know what? You know also you can get a great, great steak in Florida, Shula's Steakhouse, Don Shula's Steakhouse. What, that what still is exists. Is Don Shula's Steakhouse Don still Shula's, standing? It's the first place I ate raw meat. Actually, it's the first place I had steak tartare. And Shula's Steakhouse, I think, still does exist. He's a former Dolphins coach and player, or is he just a was it just a? Dolphins I only coach? knew him as a coach. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Shula's Steakhouse is still open. It's Mitch. Still open? Yeah. Have you ever been, Kate? Where is it? No. <laughs> uh, it might be. Out. It might be like in. It might be like in Orlando. It might be near Disney. Shula, the Shula's Restaurant Group has an empire. Uh, there is Shula's Steakhouse, which has locations in Chicago, Gainesville, Houston, Naples, Florida, Orlando, Florida, and Richmond. Uh, there is also the Shula 347 Grill, which has locations in Lake Mary, Florida, and Tallahassee, Florida. Shula Burger, which is in Tampa, Florida, and at airports and stadiums. And then also Shula's Bar and Grill, which is in Fort Myers, Jacksonville, and Miami. So you can go to Shula's Bar and Grill. There's your option. Shula yeah, died three years ago. I just looked at where ago. it is in Miami. It's in a pretty shitty part of town. Mm, got it. <laughs> Maybe I'll go and hit up like a strip club afterwards. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so he's the head coach of the Dolphins. Which was he the head coach during that? Was he the head coach during that undefeated season? He might have been. That sounds fucking... right. He was coached there. It was there for a while. They, they I remember st- he was there for during the Dan Marino era. They still talk about that undefeated season. Where that was that was the roster there. They always celebrate when the Patriots lost. Yeah, they fucking. Popped their fucking champagne bottles. Sorry, I hate the Dolphins. The only thing that's the, all they have to talk about. I just yeah. went to the preseason game because someone gave me free tickets to the nice area. It's so, ironic. Oh. I hate the Dolphins, but I do love actual Dolphins. There you go. <laughs> They're not very ferocious. I don't know why they chose that as a mascot. Yeah. I well, was like, I've you know, have a lot here. of ferocious yeah, creatures. We all know the story. There, a group of dolphins, a pod of dolphins, tried to have sex with me when I was in Key West. Mm-hmm. The, it, the, oh, the football player. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Check out that kid in that. <laughs> Looking good. Um, no, I was I, I was swimming with dolphins at a, 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 a. My mom found a place where there was like free. It was like they weren't captive dolphins. They would come in and then like. You know, they closed the gate for a while. Yeah. So I guess captive for a minute. Whatever. Who cares? Shut up, everyone who's mad. 
Uh, but they, they just put them in there to rile them up so they'd be down to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're always down to fuck. That's the thing about dolphins. Mm, like mm. that's their ferocious side. Is they're oh, they always want to have sex with you. That's why it's so weird. There's a football team named after the, the sex animal. <laughs> <laughs> and then they found the one kid who who doesn't want to fuck at all. And they and they try to they surrounded me and they and they uh, and they 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 definitely try to have sex with me. You got out of there okay, right? Yeah. I mean, traumatized for the rest of my life. They gave me floaties. I, I like had a floaties, and but they were like pulling me under. Wow, they were pulling me <laughs> under to fuck me. It's the truth. How we do talked you know they about were it on here. Fuck you. Great question. I mean, like, you know what's funny? Because years later, like, I was like, those dolphins were like weirdly like trying to fuck me as a kid. Yeah, because I was like, I wasn't even that young. I was probably like thirteen or fourteen. So I was like, they're trying to fuck me. And we were in Key West, and then years later, like when my dad was sick. He was like, remember when all the dolphins tried to have sex with Michael? And I was like, I knew that. I knew that they were. You like he was remembering this on his deathbed? It wasn't he wasn't on his those, deathbed. Those were his last words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was it was good. It was funny enough. That's the, see, all you redditors, if it's funny enough, you get a pass. But you're and he's my friend also. <laughs> I'm sorry. You flatline. <laughs> uh, all right. Look, we got to talk about Pollo Campero. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Give her a, a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon it's is out, out, there's never, never a, a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's, sun's up, up high, you can't deny, deny it's gonna, gonna be, be hot, hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV. Pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love, the I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come on. The moon, moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. The moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. 
And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. Our guests, Jack Allison, Kate Shapiro, the new novel, Kill the Rich. And right now we're discussing Pollo Campero, which was founded by uh, the Herrera family in 1971 in Guatemala. It's the biggest chicken chain in Latin America, has 400 locations worldwide, including 70 in the U.S., Sneaky large chain in America. Uh, kind of, for people who haven't been there, I think this is this is a crude description, but it's kind of a hybrid of El Pollo Loco and KFC and that it has, like, you know, grilled fi- grilled uh, chicken and fried chicken coexisting, and they're, like, they they push both of them. There isn't one that they're, like, this is our chicken. They're both I kind of on equal footing. I think I owe this place an apology because mm. I, I think that I thought of this place as, like, an even lower budget... El Pollo Loco, and then eating it today, I was like, this is a higher quality version of that place. Mitch, I think that's a great mea culpa, and I was going to make the same sort of uh, of, of, a, a, of statement because I, first off, I thought, I assumed El Pollo Loco predated this place, and this mm-hmm. place was like a clone. The opposite is true. Wow. This place, is, this place came first. El Pollo Loco came later. And then, yes, you were right. I think this place is, first off, it is it is quite affordable for what it offers but in terms of its quality i mean it's 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 far above what i expected uh from uh, from eating at this place uh campero it's I, i've seen different translations of it means either rural or farm worker i think the way to, you think of this chain is like it's kind of like country chicken is kind sure. of the name of this chain and i feel uh, like this this chain correct me if i'm wrong i feel yeah. like a lot of working class latinos uh, mexican american spanish people i feel like that is this is the chain that 
that a lot of them. I feel like this is like a you're not going to see you're going to see a mix of people, of course. But I feel like for working class Mexican people, you'll see a lot of people going there. Is that wrong? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Guatemalan, so it like include encompasses sure, all of sorry. like Latin America. But yes. I think like from what I've read, like yeah, before this was such a was a fixture in the U.S. Before they started expanding in the U.S. A lot of people would like, you know, go to El Salvador, go to Guatemala and go to one of those those uh, and bring El Pollo Loco or El Pollo Pollo Loco would bring Pollo Campero with them back like on the plane. Like I read an article about that. If like it is it is a place that people who are, uh, you know, grew up, grew up with it are really passionate about. I was just saying from my experience here, like, like, like uh, because I have actually never dined in there, but like uh, I've seen them and been around them and and, and, and things like that. But I'm not sure if that was. if I said anything weird here, and we'll cut it. I don't it think out so. Okay, all right. No, I think you're fine. I mean, like I never, I've never known anyone who's even eaten there. I like, I've heard that it was good. That's like the I've heard people say like it's good. Polo Comparo is good, and I never had tried it until today, and I was very surprised by it. Uh, I so okay, so I went in person to dine at this place because I had I also had not had it before. I'd seen these locations around, but it was like before I had Jollibee, it was the same sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. look at that place. I wonder what that's what's in there. Yeah. Um. I wonder why those are popular. And I wanted to like anytime we're having a place for the first time for the podcast. I don't want my only experience to be that we got it delivered to the studio or delivered to Palmerston back in the day. I haven't like. Sometimes that's unavoidable, as you know, Mitch. Sometimes that's just how it works out. But like, since I had the time, I decided to go to to one of these, and I dined in. And I'm glad that I dined in because the food comes on real dishes with metal utensils, wow. which I was shocked yeah. by. This that is a fast food restaurant, and they're giving you like your a plate of chicken uh, and so, and your sides on like stoneware, and then I've got a metal <laughs> fork that I'm eating with. I'm like, what? The, am I at a fucking Chili's? What's going on here? But no, it's a fast food restaurant. That's I like, and you know what? Probably better for the environment. Absolutely less wasteful, and it's just like a better experience for the the customer. But Kate, so had you had this place before? I hadn't had it before, but I did notice. I noticed that people were eating off real plates before I got mine, and I was like, that's insane. And I also (laughs) noticed like everyone who was there was getting like $60, $70 worth of chicken. Like everybody in front of me like clearly like taking it out and bring it back to their house and like having it with their whole family and they had special bags for just this thing that will like keep it warm and wow. keep it like good um because that's why i was worried about ordering it to my house because it's kind of far away and but i guess they they have that all figured out because of the whole airplane thing Right, right. They've been, people have been traveling with this chicken over long distances for many many years <laughs> that's that's a testament to how good it is. I wonder. I wonder if there's any drop off in the states. I, you, I, that is. It is. It is much bigger than I thought. I didn't even realize it was. I thought it was a Los Angeles. Like I thought it was a California thing. Yeah. No. It's. It's there. There's locations at least in in Texas and California. I'm not sure where what its national footprint is exactly, but uh, it's. Yeah. There, there's. There's a bunch of them. Um, so yeah, the real dishes and real utensils. I was I was surprised by also this place. You know, I went like late afternoon on like a Sunday, and it was packed. It was wow. like like I I picked like one of the the one of two open tables, and then people were just like coming in continuously. There was a line when I arrived, and uh, they were doing hefty business there. So it's uh it's you know it's certainly it's certainly popular. It certainly was a hot spot. I got the four piece special all dark. Um, now the thing that I like is that you can get your order split, and I did that. I got it both. I got fried and grilled. So a, 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 I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna have you know what? Why you get choose? Have, yeah, why choose? Why choose? You get get have, both. We've you get been have... divided for so long. People say it's fried <laughs> or it's grilled. 
Why not both? I, why I, not both? I think it's time that I, I and also you get to you know what? Oh, I'm having some grilled chicken. I'm being a little bit healthy, but you know what? I get a nice little treat. <laughs> it's the devil get... on your shoulder and the angel on your shoulder. Exactly, is is. the fried little devil. That's a lot of fun. And the keto little angel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also got the Campero rice, the coleslaw, and uh, you choose dinner roll or tortillas. I opted for tortillas, and then I also got a side of sweet plantain. So that's what I had yesterday. Uh, Kate, what, what did you end up getting at Pollo Campero? Yeah, I knew you guys were going to get all the regular kind of stuff. So I just got the spicy chicken, (laughs) fried chicken sandwich. And then also a side of mashed potatoes, which I felt really weird ordering. But I really wanted mashed potatoes. I think that's great. I had it there. Why the hell not? Like, why not? Like, like Jack was saying. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Why, the fuck why not? not? Also, I like that you were like, you guys were going to like order everything on the menu, which we kind of did. You were right. <laughs> Got a yeah. lot. Yeah. So I was like, I'll order something kind of weird. Um, and yeah, so I had pickles. It was just a sandwich with pickles and very little sauce. And that's what I thought was very interesting because usually I go to like, Zaxby's or like Raisin Cane's or something. And the chicken is pretty much a delivery vehicle for the Thousand Island sauce stuff they have. <laughs> yeah, sure. And this didn't, this was seasoned. So it didn't need the sauce. Cause I was like, oh, I should ask for some sauce. I need like seven things of sauce to just mm. drench the chicken in. And, but this didn't need it. It was like perfectly seasoned. It wasn't spicy. I will say that. Um, did you, did you get this? Did you get the spicy one, Kate? Yeah, I got the spicy one. It's funny because we had, I had a different, Thought on. I wonder how Jack will feel, but I I thought mm-hmm. that the I thought the spice had a kick to it. I thought the spicy sauce had a kick. Really? I, I, didn't. I think it I think it has a kick maybe for for fast food. Yeah, but I I I, I felt like it was maybe more sweet than it's than, a little than sweet spicy. Too. Yeah, 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 I think the sweet kind of overpowers the spicy. But just that there was actually any spice at all sure, compared yeah. to like at the like your Burger King, you know, spicy fried chicken sandwich or something. I feel like the spice level would be like if you went to Wendy's and it's like, it's the ghost pepper sauce. <laughs> sure, right, yeah. And, and like, you have it and you're like, well, like kind of like about like flaming Hot Cheetos level. Yeah, yeah, it's like yes. a three out of 10, but yeah. like for a fat, uh, you know, for a fast food restaurant, this is like- Are you about to say spicy. for a fat guy? Yeah, for, you know, if you're a fat guy and you go there and you order it. <laughs> Uh, no, for a fast food place, like we the yeah. same point you were making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I, I thought. I thought it was. But go. Sorry to interrupt. Kate, go. Go on. Oh, uh, no, it was good. The mashed potatoes were really good. And then the only disappointing thing is they had Diet Pepsi, so I was really excited for the Fountain Diet Pepsi, and it was flat. Oh, I think it's a bummer. It was on. It's on like in Miami. It's on Calle Ocho, which is like Little Havana, like one of the most big touristy areas in the whole city. So that could be why. But I was sad mm. about the Diet oh, Pepsi. No. So I was so looking forward to it. And wow. it was we clearly just lost. Got to get to a Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a question. Is this what uh, El Polos Hermanos or That's whatever? I was thinking too. It is right. Los Polos Hermanos the, from, from from Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad. That's what this is based on, right? Possibly. I'm mean, sorry. That's what the Breaking Bad one is based on on Polo Comparo, right? Could be. I don't know. I thought it was just kind of a general. Yeah, that would make sense. It does feel like like I I guess like whenever I picture this, I didn't go to the restaurant, mm-hmm. and whenever I picture it in my head, I really am just picturing the Pollos Hermanos with the little cartoon chicken. And well, they do have like a that. cartoon chicken, so that's a good. That actually mm-hmm. is a strong case for that theory. Because El Pollo Loco doesn't have a cartoon chicken or anything. No, right? they it's don't like have the like flame. a mascot. Yeah. Like a flame is yeah. their mascot. I noticed um, I was texting my or someone in my boyfriend's family. They're all El Salvadorian. 
And they're like, oh, you're going to a great El Salvadorian restaurant. And I'm like, you know, Guatemala is written all over the restaurant. <laughs> the word Guatemala is written all over it. And they're like, like, you're wrong. And I was like, no, I think I'm right. It does look like Pollo Hermanos. Yeah, I was bringing the guy up. And so there is, there is a mascot. He's like the Jolly Bee. And he is like a chicken with a big cowboy hat who's serving a plate of chicken. Hmm. So I think kind that would fucked be. Up. It is a little fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. it's like Mr. Peanut. You know, <laughs> it's very capitalist. Like I'm willing to sell out my own kind for my own advancement. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you think of the human version of that, that would yeah, be sure. That's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's leather. That's leather. The Leatherface family, basically. <laughs> Am I wrong? What's next? We're going to have a Leatherface restaurant? Oh. We're going to have Leatherfaces? Oh, I can't. I can't review that. You think You think if they did a Poyos Hermanos restaurant mm. that they could beat the Bubba Gump record for longest a tie-in chain has lasted? Or do you think Bubba Gump will always hold that crown? Wait, wait. If they, if they did a what? Great. If they did a Poyos Hermanos actual mm. restaurant, do you think that that could have staying power the likes of which no. Bubba Gump has had? When's the last time you were at a Bubba Gump? It's- I mean, I within the last year or two. Yeah, but, but our, really? our friend literally sent yeah. us a picture this week of him in a Bubba Gump. <laughs> yeah, hat. Bubba Gump is still going. Yeah, it's cool. still going. No, is there it's good. Universal? I'm yeah, I guess that's. Cool. I think. I think as long as Universal like City Walk exists, <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever see Bubba Gump shrimp going is, out of business. Is Bubba Gump like the big? seafood chain like i know there was like gladstones before but red lobster sure but does bubba gump beat red lobster these days i think red lobster has more location okay it's but but bubba gump has like the idea of like in a hundred years people being like you know that was like actually based on a movie i think people like that now now. it's happening already that movie came out in the mid 90s I feel like people, so when people, people 25 years old, that movie came out just, before you were born. When they're putting stop, far as stop, they're not yeah. questioning what like, that yeah, means. Yeah, that Whatever, is. one of these <laughs> stupid yeah, sure. things. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. They probably think the pictures of like him with Nixon and stuff, they're like, that's probably the guy that made the restaurant. <laughs> 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 he met Nixon and he went to the moon and shit. <laughs> that's pretty accomplished, <laughs> made guy. The, made the smiley face? Wow. <laughs> I guess Forrest Gump didn't go to the moon, now that I think of it. But That was in like he, the book, I think. Yes, the, the sequel, Forrest Gump. Oh, there no, their Gump and Company is the is the sequel. Right. And then like uh I think he like he he deals like a lot of like planning stuff. Kind of a, a shock that they never did a Forrest Gump movie sequel, you know. Now these days they would absolutely do it because they're so franchise centric, but back then I think it was just But like, even ah, now, yeah. I mean, I mean it's some some surprised that now they haven't been like Hanks is coming back. He should come back and do like it. An I, Apple yeah. miniseries. Gets like Trump elected oh, or whatever. That's what it would be. That's what it would be. It would be an <laughs> Apple <laughs> miniseries. That hat should be red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was tr- <laughs> I was trying to make a 911 cuz and I said planning, which sure. was uh, didn't make any sense. But I then wondered, is there a 9-11 thing in the sequel book? There might be, honestly. I think it predates 9-11. It, yeah, it yeah. is before. It. Oh, well. I mean, but maybe there is. <laughs> I helped some people blow up <laughs> the two twin towers. <laughs> people are reading that like, mm, okay. <laughs> he was there for a lot of notable events. <laughs> Uh, he would. If, he would probably help get Trump. That was what Jack was saying. He probably would help get Trump elected. Would absolutely would be in the if they if they did an updated version. Let's talk a little bit about what uh, what y'all had mm-hmm. at, at with our order today. Because I got myself a. Because I knew I was. I decided to go yesterday, and then I got myself a. 
I, I tried out the salad, the pollo campero salad, which was better than it had any any reason to be. Um, and also got you know a few sides just to try out. But uh, 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 y'all were having also got the fried and grilled combo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had the fried and grilled combo. We also did share the um, the spicy fried chicken sandwich, which I will say about the sandwich. Doesn't look like much. Like yes. it kind of comes smushed, and the bun doesn't look. <laughs> it kind of looks good. like shit. Yeah, it was really very tasty. Actually. I thought it was tasty too. I think like I know there's all this battle between all the fried chicken sandwiches, and I think that this one is actually a contender. It's very good. Wow. It, it was a. Uh, it was funny. I I said to Jack, I was like, "Is this?" I was like, "Is there mold on the sandwich?" And it wasn't. It was just that it was grilled. It was yeah. actually grilled. There were grilled marks on yeah. it, but it was just kind of like it looked like shit. It didn't look good, but it it tasted. It was pretty good. Tasted it was good. pretty good. Pretty tasted, good. It was tasty. Simple, simple. Like Kate was saying, it's just got the uh, spicy sauce on it, but the mm-hmm. nicely seasoned chicken. Um, and yeah, we I had the grilled and a, good, inf- a great piece of chicken. I think that's nice like piece the, of chicken. Yeah, yeah. I think that works. I yeah, yeah. I, I had the grilled and fried, and I will say the fried is maybe like a little lighter breading than like a KFC or something yeah. like that, which is very very heavy. On the breading. Yeah, it's not um, as greasy. Certainly. Yeah, it was certainly not as greasy. It didn't feel as much like sort of, yeah, a tiny piece of chicken within a giant thing of bread. Um, maybe less crispy, but I thought it was really quite tasty, actually. It was like, I wouldn't, you know, if someone, if you put this in front of me and was like, I got this from like a fancy little chicken place, you know, here in, in Silver Lake, I'd be like, wow, they do a good job there. Yeah. You know? I agree. Um, it, had, it also had a nice... Not like sp- spicy, but a nice kick to it. It wasn't wasn't it wasn't without flavor. I mm-hmm. guess I think it was flavorful. I definitely well, that. yeah, definitely well seasoned. Both the fried and the grilled, and the grilled was like I actually really liked the grilled more than I expected. I liked the grilled a lot too. It's aggressively seasoned. Yeah. Some, a lot of times you'll get a grilled chicken and it's just like. Honestly, I feel like KFC's grilled version is just like this is is this have any seasoning yeah. on it, you know? I think that they they have fried in the name and so it's aggressive by them. Like you're sure. ordering the grilled and they're like, "Why don't you go fuck yourself?" What they <laughs> what they do there I think is boiled. I think they boil it over at KFC. <laughs> like you know, British style. Right. You know the best part about it all? I didn't see that no good Gus Fring bringing out the chicken. <laughs> Fring was not I mean, he could have been lurking, but we didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Blow half his face off. How about that? Bitch. That's what happens in the show, Wags. You don't actually want that to happen. If He's you did a bad to, guy. If you did that to Gus Fring, you'd feel horrible. Yeah, you're right. Blew half his face off? I would feel bad. I'd feel you're bad right. about that. I would feel bad. I'd be texting all the time. He's like, oh, man, I was thinking about what I did to Gus Fring. <laughs> I feel like shit. And then we'd be reassuring you, like, say he was a bad guy. He was up to no good. You'd be like, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I see his like hat like I fall like, when I fall asleep at night I just see half his face <laughs> staring back at me. All right, you're right. I couldn't blow off half his do face. It. I couldn't do it. In they fa- should have brought him back as like a two face. That would have been the fun final season. In the final season of Breaking Bad, he should have come back as the ro- part of the Rogues Gallery. Bring him all back. <laughs> yeah, he should go two face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I my face. I think I, you wouldn't have gotten as much off of my face if the bomb. <laughs> I got more face to His give. His beard is a little singed. <laughs> be like, hmm, that side of the face is a little trimmer. <laughs> it looks nice. <laughs> What'd you do with that side of your face? That's looking quite nice. I I don't know what I liked better, the fried or the grilled. I like them both. You know, I love fried chicken, but I think the grilled was just again so well seasoned. They were both really moist. They just had a, just had a great juiciness to them, cooked through but not overcooked. It was it was just a I love I just loved having that like we were saying I loved having that I got a little grilled and I had a little fried chicken it was love that you can get both and let me just mm-hmm. also say this 
you know, the kind of, the, the the issue with a lot of fast food places is there's no way to get a healthy version unless you're making a bunch of hot, hot modifications and compromises. If you went here and you got like a, a you know, a a, a two piece con- a two piece grilled with like rice and slaw, like that's not terrible. No, and that's that's pretty decent for like a workday lunch, and that's Tastes also good. yeah, and, nice. and, and yeah. it's and it's flavorful too. Uh, I thought the sides, you know, the coleslaw. I was surprised by how savory it was. It doesn't have any sweetness at all. It's just like a you know, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot more vinegary, and you know, it's a creamy coleslaw, but it's not just a wow. vinegar slaw. But it, it is it is very much a savory slaw. I thought it was quite nice. I, I, I like have it. it. I wasn't here today. Um, and then you the, went without us. So we didn't get it. The rice was fine. You know, I, I, I was expecting like a little bit more I think more the rice is really it. made to ha- have with those beans. I don't know if you had the beans. I didn't have the beans. The beans have pork mm-hmm. in them, so I didn't have them. The beans were good yeah. and, and and also had a little bit of a kick to them. But when mixed with that rice, it was a great combo. Yeah, I do think the rice was a little bit bland, but it had the nice little uh, the the corn in yeah. there. It had the blackened corn in it. Mm-hmm. corn nice. in there. Yep. Uh, the blandest, I thought, uh, of the sides was actually the dinner roll. The dinner roll is really very simply uh, bread. Yeah, they're yeah. just bread. It's not like got any kind of butter flavor to it or anything. It's yeah, this is the this is, is it if crispy you, if, at all? No, no, not is really. It, just a little. It's soft just kind of like a soft bread. piece of bread. Which you know what? I do like a soft piece of bread. I dipped it in the mashed potatoes. So it was good for that. That's what I think. I be because it be, it's either dinner roll or tortillas. Mm. My assumption is those are for stacking and slurping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 got to slop up some you know residual beans, or you want to open that up and put on a scoop of coleslaw, and a little piece of chicken, KFC's, make a little sandwich. KFC's got to be with the biscuit. For. I mean, but of course the biscuit's great. So. I mean, yes, the biscuit's great. Popeyes has got a great biscuit too. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Honestly, that they're like, we're not even gonna, we're not doing the biscuit. Well, yeah, Pollo Campero. Yeah, we're we gonna put a dinner a, roll. We we don't not gonna compete in that realm. They have the biscuit. We're gonna put a little like a soft little piece of bread in a little bag. That's what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, because the tortillas also that you know they're not like fresh tortillas. They also come in a little bag. Mm. Um, the and and they were they they, they too were kind of a low light. They were corn tortillas. They they too were kind of a low light. But you know, it's not like an American Southern chain that would have biscuits. Right. So, like, it makes sense that they have something else. You break I off guess... some of your chicken, put in that tortilla. Is that what you did? I saw. I did some sopping. Okay. A little bit of sopping. Um, I also got some sweet plantains, which were a by contrast a highlight. They were delightful. Wow. Those are right. really good. We did uh, yuca fries. Yeah, those were tasty, and I liked them quite a bit. Kate, did you get any of the yuca fries? No, but I was going to ask. Did anyone get regular fries? No. Nobody we actually got did fries? It. Kind of an oversight. <laughs> no, because yeah. you did get mashed potatoes. We got mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes we got and the yucca, yucca fries. Fr- the, oh, yucca. It might be yucca. I don't know. It probably uh, is yucca. Well, whatever. There's a yucca plant. Like the Yucatan? Yucatan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah the, the, the yucca fries were, they, we got those instead of regular fries, and I wish that we did get the regular fries as like a base comparison, but Jack and I were liking those yuca fries those quite yuca a bit. Those yuca fries were good. They they taste kind of light. I'm not sure if they actually are light or if it's just the flavor, but they tasted a little lighter than regular fries. And they were fun and different. Yeah, they were. I, I enjoyed them. Yeah, good texture to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a. I you know I mentioned the salad. The salad was it was it the, the nice thing that it had it had some it, it was just some field greens. It was like bag mescaline greens, but it had like some feta in it, which I was surprised by. Huh. Uh, and some wow. other and some fresh veggies kind of thrown in there, and then it was just real nice pieces of just like fried chicken breast on top of it, uh, diced up, and then you know ranch dressing. Those totally solid. But I was like, again, just like as a healthy-ish item from a fast food restaurant, I was 
It, it, it was way better than it needed to be. We got an empanada for the table and a flan for the table. And I thought they were both solid executions. In fact, the, the kind of stewed chicken that was inside the empanada was really flavorful. I thought the empanada was very solid. Yeah. I thought the empanada was surprisingly good. Too. Yeah. yeah. What I else thought that was, was in the be empanada bad. besides chicken? It just kind of it had like a sauce along with the stew. It was like a stewed chicken, like Nick said. There was Nick no said. Like, corn. No uh, it had some corn, I believe, but I'll look Potato. up the exact com- the exact components. But the, the 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 crust was pretty excellent, like yeah. a nicely flaky crust. crust it was important. very tasty. I didn't, yeah. I'll I'll be honest with you. I didn't have anything I really disliked. Yeah, I don't think I had anything I really disliked. Uh, pulled the chicken, Pepsi. corn, peppers, onions, and Monterey <laughs> Jack are inside the empanada. It was good. Yeah, the and the flan, the flan, the flan, the flan was quite good. Flan, might flan. Have, my, I said it wrong. The flan might have been my favorite of my bite of the night, as you say. I thought it was really, really well done for a fast food dessert. I thought it was great. You like flan? Hashtag flan fawn. Let us know in the comments. Love, uh, I love where a flan. The, is this YouTube? Well, yeah, and let us know in the YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess got- he's talking about X. Are you talking about X? Are you talking about X? So whatever you want to fucking do. Stitcher, wherever you want to leave a hashtag. The, the Stitcher have comments? People could, yeah, if you're u- using the Stitcher app to listen to this podcast for some godforsaken reason, <laughs> comment on Stitcher before it shuts down forever. <laughs> Another of their arbitrary corporate decisions. And X, I guess, too. Yeah, and X. Comment and on X, X yeah. too. And leave w- all your comments before they disappear. <laughs> leave them while you still before can. Before these platforms are deleted all these platforms. <laughs> I got to say... We didn't mention my big uh, bag yes. of mango drink. That's right. Mitch, you ordered yourself a them. mango drink. I got a Jamaica yesterday in store, and they do have, you know, an horchata. They they have a Jamaica, and they do have this mango drink, which I was not familiar with. You're drinking it over ice right now. I love it. Yeah, hey, they. So you ordered I it. it. I thought you were getting like a like a drink. Mm-hmm. You got a fucking big old bag. I maybe messed up like and a said pastry to bag me filled a- with. Mango drink. I maybe messed up and said to Amelia, "Get me a bag of drink." Yes, I maybe did do that accidentally. <laughs> but I'm pretty what, sure was I was that just... like in the orders. Does it say like cup, large cup, bag. big bag? Yeah, <laughs> trash bag. Not like I, a container, by the way. It's no. not like a plastic container. It's a plastic this bag, like, like blood a loose plasma. Bag. It this did. Yes. Like, like... Jack did ask if I was going to get it tra- uh, transferred into my body. <laughs> um... It did taste good, and it did have a little, you know, spout. It had a little, you know, uh, pore area that they, um, you know, used. Put some plastic over it and, and, <laughs> with and elastic. Put plastic over top of it. Mm-hmm. It does seem like this is something that never is ordered. They were like, oh, well, how are we supposed to even close up the bag? This is very confusing. I texted Amelia and, um, and the Doughboys thread last night, 2.32 a.m., and I put in my order, four-piece special, both grilled and fried with mashed potatoes and Comparo, com, Comparo beans in our dinner roll. And then the Comparo spicy chicken sandwich, which you got. So we just got a side of mm-hmm. yucca fries. And I put mango drink. That's what I put. I just put mango drink. By the way, to work as a producer for the Doughboys, and you're at 2.30 in the morning, your phone's like, bzz, bzz. And it's like, <laughs> get me gigantic mango drink. <laughs> like, sweetie, what is that? Like, nothing. It's... It's just my work. <laughs> it's like being a fucking ER doctor or something. <laughs> it's more important than that. Um, I, I, I I planned on her seeing it in the morning. I, sure. I, and uh, I, Emma, I think Emma and Amelia both have their phones on silent at this point. At I least I would so. hope so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, the mango drink. I, I uh, you know, we've been warned over the years not to mess with the mango. And we have heard that warning. Yeah, we've heard that warning quite a bit. This one worth br- risking it. Risking yeah, it's worth, it all. Break, it's worth breaking it. Yeah. I, I think it is worth breaking it. To, you should mess with the mango here because I think the drink is delightful. I think it's not too sugary. I think it's. Uh, I think it's actually. It's. I think it's actually kind of a a great nice light mango drink for a hot summer's day. I think wow. it's fantastic. Wow. You had it too. You guys both. I had did. It. I thought it was delightful. I thought it was I, quite delicious too. Actually, I, I very I, generously shared my bag. <laughs> Um, I thought it was good. It, it was less sweet than I maybe thought it was going to be. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I, I hope that they serve it in some other type of receptacle. That would be my note for them. If this is the only way they serve it, that they should try doing a cup or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They should move away from the bag. I think the bag is a lot. Also, we should be texting ER doctors instead of Amelia and Emma. <laughs> you made me think of that. You should be texting actual ER You should ER text doctors. your order to them as well so they can, like, okay it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For, like, insurance reasons. insurance reasons. <laughs> I wonder if the bag originated from, like, bringing it over in the airplane from Guatemala. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. That yeah. could be what it is. Because it's no. much easier to transport a bag full of yeah. juice. Than this is my dialysis of uh, juice. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just having a bunch of tiny shampoo bottles. <laughs> it, over. it does seem like something you would get from, from Mountain Dew. It is like a big gloppy bag of, of, of sugary sweetness, I think, but it's delicious. Here's what I say. I In store, I got a drink. I got a regular ass drink cup. Mm-hmm. So I think this is like, perhaps this was a weird option that was on the menu or something like that. Uh, but or perhaps the order just got confused. I don't think this is like the normal way that the drink is dispensed. Well, we don't it know. It does for seem sure. like a place where people order a lot of food. That's true for a too. Lot though. Of people. Yeah, that's so that that could be like if I was it. having a bat mitzvah tomorrow, I would go there and order a hundred dollars worth of. If chicken. you forgot that you were having a bat mitzvah, <laughs> and you just had to get it ready. I was having an emergency bat mitzvah. <laughs> I would go there. You'd be the life of the party, and Sandler Jr. would love it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, we got to get to our forks. In the scenario, whose bot mitzvah is? Is it yours? Like, just a, like are you like, I'm going to throw a bot mitzvah for, for for myself. I just realized Doing I never again. had my bot mitzvah. Doing I'm not a woman. <laughs> That's a good premise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good premise. It is a good. It's a good premise. <laughs> they won't let you rent a car or something. You have to have an emergency wasn't bot there, mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there that movie that was like? Wasn't there a movie that came out that was like the guy who's like going through puberty? He's like an adult. Remember, this was like a couple years ago. What? Really? Yeah, I'm not making it up. I, I swear to God. This. But no, he was no. like, it was a thing where he was like, well, I'm like, I think there was like jokes of like, I'm like coming, like having wet dreams or whatever. Did I make this up? I don't movie know. Jack with Robin Williams. <laughs> Are you thinking of Jack with Robin Williams? Could be Jack. No, yeah. it's not Jack. No, he grew too fast. This He's is, an adult. This is He's growing fast. This is an adult who looks like a kid. And no, it's like a kid puberty? who's like, he's like the doctor's like, you like actually never went through puberty or something and like you're going through it now. But he's an adult who's a kid? He's an adult, yeah. yeah. No, he's not a kid. He's an adult. <laughs> but he looks like an adult and talks does, like an adult? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. didn't go through puberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're like, your voice changed and you have an adult frame? Yeah, That yeah. logic does Seems not track. Flawed. Seems uh, like a flawed. He should be an movie. adult kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. I agree. The bot mitzvah thing makes more is more. He should fun. be a kid who's legally adult. That's what we all want to see. <laughs> that's what that's what happens in Jack. Jack gets up with some weird stuff in that movie. <laughs>
Uh, look, we got to get to our fork you know how Jack ends? Did you watch Jack anytime recently? Does he die? He's graduating high school, and he's like an elderly man in his 80s doing his high school graduation. Wow. I, I actually ran out touching. of that movie when I saw it with my family because I thought by seeing it, I would turn into Robin Williams. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just started Jack crying and ran the out of the Jack. theater. <laughs> that must have been scary for you. It's the same name. I, it was terrifying. <laughs> also, that's a title, not a command, uh, Wager. <laughs> Lord. What? <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be back with our fork scores right after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch. 
going to send your mom the photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. It's time for our fork scores for Pollo Campero. So, like a made man. You're, you could be in Goodfellas. Italian. We're talking with we're, our hands we're, over Yeah, we're here. Italian. We're in Goodfellas. This is how we talk. Where's the money? We're Goodfellas. Here's a slice of pizza for you. We're Goodfellas. <laughs> Me and my friends, we used to say, like, that guy, he's a good fella. <laughs> you old Mitchie Two Spoons. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We had it's, Jackie Boy. I, you know, I want. I always wanted to talk with my hands when I was a boy. <laughs> I always said one day I want to talk with my hands. Watch Goodfellas the other day again. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's good as hell. I, like I that watched movie. The, some of the Godfathers recently. Mm. Those are good movies. Yeah, those are I very think those good. Are good too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those Italians, they got some good ones. The Italians pulled off a few good ones. You gotta <laughs> hand it to them. <laughs> You gotta hand it to gotta him. Gotta hand it to Italian Spaghetti, cinema. The Godfather, yeah. Goodfellas, <laughs> <laughs> the Fiat. Those are good too. Yeah, those, those are, are nice. good. Fiat's are good. <laughs> Fellini, Rigatoni. Yeah. We like all of it. The Good What's Pope. Like? The Good Pope. <laughs> yeah, we like the Good Pope. <laughs> Mussolini, though. Uh -oh. Get out of here. Uh -uh. No. Uh, all right, so uh, so he, it's time for our four scores. So here's how this will work. Jack, Kate, will each give a closing argument, if you will. Uh, a final series of thoughts on this particular chain and then end that by giving it a score from zero to five forks. Uh, Jack, to my left, you've done the podcast before. Your thoughts, your fork score. Yeah, you know, I was, um, well, I was blown away by Pollo Campero. Oh, I really was. Wow. Uh, I wow. think that, you know, compared, compared to, you know, the, the grilled chicken at an El Pollo Loco, which to me, I haven't had it in a little while, but I think it's way more about... The way it's cooked, it's like, oh, it's flame broiled or whatever, but it's not that well spiced. Uh, like I was saying about KFC, I think it's way more about the breading. Uh, I was kind of surprised at sort of how much like a non-fast food restaurant uh, this meal was. Um, and even hearing about the the treatment that you get while you're there, uh, I think that I will have to give this five actual metal Forks. Five wow. metal forks. Five. You went all the yeah. way. Wow. Not what a the score. plastic bullshit that they normally get on this show. I, that's Five that is true. We, it metal is, forks. Canonically, it is plastic little shitty forks that. Yeah, canonically, that's canon. Low in the ocean. Vinod, when you ups, update the uh, Wikipedia, make sure to note that uh, the forks are all yeah. like shitty plastic forks. Is that normally. cool if you go back to every single episode? Because sure, and... people, people might just jump in a random episode so they should know in each of those episodes that it's like shitty make little sure plastic Make sure with forks. the restaurants that they do use plastic forks, I think. Oh, that's I would a good call. If you want to check, check with the restaurants, one, yeah. you could probably call the restaurants yeah. and be like, hey, what kind of, <laughs> do you use shitty plastic forks? And if they do, then put that update that page. Yeah. Now, like a year later, we're like, he did it. He actually did it. He didn't realize that we were, weren't no, serious. No, we, oh, fuck. It's fine. It didn't take that much time. It's like, oh, man, you didn't have, we feel bad. He's in a hospital bed. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, last words. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, uh, five forks from Jack Allison. Uh, Kate, your thoughts, your fork score. So I'm a little biased because I went to the Miami Dolphins preseason game and had the worst fried wow, chicken of my good. life. Sure. Um, so and then two days later had this mm. and 
Like I said earlier, usually fried chicken for me is raisin canes. It's just like you, it's a sauce, it's a delivery system for the right. sauce. Texture but this good. was actually like spiced well. It was a good cut of meat. It's not like the weird gristly part that gets fried. And so it's like you have to like really like eating the sandwich is like hiking Mount Everest or something. Um <laughs> It wasn't, it was good. Well, you can breathe was, the Sierra mist up. at the top. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I think I'd the mashed potatoes were good. The, case. the the real plates and forks, that was game changing. Huge. Um, but wouldn't give it a five because <gasps> of the flat Pepsi. The flat oh Pepsi. My God. I live for the flat Pepsi. That's so, so fucked up, I. This restaurant. I'll give it a 3.5. Wow. wow. That's a oh lot. That's a lot for Takes a diet. It all the oh way my down. God. Oh, wow. But wow. also, also, I didn't get as much stuff as you guys did. So I don't know. I can't judge. No one got fries. Fault. No one got fries. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't wow. know I was able to get all of the things that were on you the menu. You could get everything you want. We'd cover it. Yeah, we're, we're good for whatever. Um, okay, um, three and a half forks. All right, Spoon Man. You hear me say I'd hike a lot more if there was yeah, actual I did. Sarah I mist? It. Okay. You'd hike that slimy mountain. <laughs> mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a Jinjo up here. <laughs> oh, yeah, pain the, one of those pain in the ass Jinjos. Yeah, those guys fucking. Fucking Jinjos. Really annoying. Mm, that sounds pretty. Is it not Jinjos? fucking Jinjos does like, seem gin- bad. I think, I think they're Jinjos. Are they Jingos? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, let's also Google what Jinjo means because it didn't feel right coming out of my mouth. They're the Jinjos. Jin- is it they're pronounced Jinjo? Jinjo? It's a J. It's, I mean, it's not a G. It, it's there's not a, a G. It's, oh, it's a it's J a, at it's the a J. end? Yeah, it's okay. J-I-N-J-O. Wow. Jinjo. That changes everything. Mamma mia. <laughs> Sorry, I was still thinking about doing, a, doing an impression of Chris Pratt and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Mussolini. <laughs> oh, me, yeah. Um, I things are getting a little too silly, Wags. I'm going to bring it down here for a minute. Uh, just sorry, just real, just real quick. Jinjos are living in a small village and ruled by King Jingling. Yeah, but that's so all. That that's, makes you that's, think. Yeah. that's all banjo. That's banjo tui canon. But like, it does make you think that is it possible? But why would? Ha, when has a J ever been pronounced as a soft as a hard G? If it's J I N J O S, it's Jinjos. I think you're Jinjos. right. I think you're right. I I remembered in my mind G for some reason. I don't know. I Do that's think- my bad. Has there ever been an Italian person who did like something bad happen and they said "Mamma Mia"? Has yeah, it ever happened? It? Mussolini when they're hanging him. <laughs> Mamma Mia! Do you have any last words, Mussolini? Mamma Mia! <laughs> oh no! Wow. Oh, I remember Mussolini. That <laughs> bounces and falls off the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Getting pushed off the pedestal to be hung. (laughs) Well, it was actually, he was almost off the pedestal, and then someone hit him with a blue shell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, It was a bad man. Very bad man. It's a fun, it's fun, it's fun to talk. Good he was killed. Yes, I I agree, agree. Uh, Well, I I don't know if anyone should die ever. Kardashian and Mussolini both get passes. <laughs> uh, no, Mussolini is a bad man. I condemn everything he did. I, I'm against killing all around. I don't like to kill. Mm. And that's that's we, very Catholic of you. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. 
I mean, I eat and I eat animals, so right. I do kill in some way. And you way. love animals. Mm-hmm. I love animals. I should be probably a vegan, but I never will be. Um, I and you know what? I had some good bird today. Wow. I, uh, I I like Jack. I was kind of blown away by this place. Um, I I thought it was. Uh, I apologize. The wags. Well, I I, I got to go on the record apologizing because I thought that it was. This place was kind of like I had heard people say that it was good, but in my mind forever I thought it was like El Pollo Loco or worse, and it's not worse. In fact, it's much better than El Pollo, Pollo Loco. And I'm, mm. I was gonna go four forks, but I was like, why, why not go five forks? I like what they're doing. They got real metal forks, five metal forks. Wow. 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 It's great. What was bad about this place? There was nothing wrong with it. Except for the Pepsi. Except for the Pepsi. Nobody got the Pepsi except for You should have gotten a bag of Diet Pepsi. It would have been fine. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know about the bag option. You should have gotten the bag. Uh, Five. Wags five. Similar similar to Mitch, I was coming from a place of naivete regarding Pollo Campero. I'd seen it around. I'd never had it. Uh, until yesterday, now I've had it twice, and both meals were great, and both meals exceeded my expectations. I love the dining experience. Uh, clearly, this is a place that has a, a you know a lot of connection um, uh, it, uh, with the Latino working class. It's it's clearly like a huge you know like like it's, it seems like it's a connection to home for a lot of the uh, immigrant community in 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 California at least. Um, and I think that that's uh, a much better way of saying what I tried to say earlier. No, I mean we're we're both saying the same things. And 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 you know, I, I, uh, while we're talking, you know, because I I this again talking about naivete, I assume this chain was Mexican. Finding out it's Guatemalan. Uh, my my grandma Joe, R.I.P. was uh, Guatemalan. So shout out to her. And that uh, like like Estonia, a, pl- a nation they don't have an actual connection to, but just because of my family, I have a little bit of fondness for. Uh, so finding out this place is Guatemalan, this we, is like an extra extra half fork for me. We gotta get you to Estonia. Sometime. I'd love to go to Estonia. Uh, you know, we don't need Estonia chicken. We, we <laughs> <laughs> the Baltics aren't known for their chicken. No boys live in Estonia. Could you imagine? We going to Tallinn? We're going to this show in Estonia. I, why not? Guest uh, Robert Kurvitz from Disco Elysium. That would be great. <laughs> No longer from Disco Elysium. That's true. Yeah, yeah no longer. Z a u m or Zaum has fell been apart. A, yeah has Zaum collapsed fell apart. because of the very capitalism that they were critiquing. How ironic! What a world! Perfectly ironic. ironic. I don't know any of this stuff, but I pretended to. You'd like Disco Elysium, <laughs> I think. Oh, I do know of that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think you'd like it. It's a good game. Um, would so that's what it would take you to get over over in Estonia, Doughboys. I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I'd rather go to Estonia than do a fucking Doughboys show there. Sure. Rather travel the for Baltics, fun than for work. Estonia is definitely the best one. You know, wow. okay. Best Baltic. I've thank never you, been Kate. there. But, yeah. but if, <laughs> best Latvia, Latvia, no, thank you. No, no, thank you, Latvia. Estonia, okay. Thank you for saying that, that Kate. But I, but here's my thing is like, I wish Estonia would have NBA players. Because you know, the like, like every country that's surrounding does it, have, like yeah, yeah, Latvia does. But maybe, and, and you know, Slovenia. I don't want to, do I don't want to be rude to the rest of the what Baltics. Latvian, sorry, Go I don't want to be rude to the Baltics, but maybe joining the NBA. Christoph Swarzingis is Latvian. I'm pretty sure it's a way to get out of a place. Maybe mm. you know, Estonia is so nice, nobody even has to try to join the NBA. They're like, why would I? That's <laughs> I can just lounge in uh, in Estonia. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. 
How far away is Dracula from there? Or how <laughs> how far away is <laughs> Romania? Yeah, how far is Romania? Yeah. Uh it's a you know, it's nearby. Mm. I mean the hotel <laughs> watch out. Well, we also we were with an Uber driver. I think I've told you this before. We had a Romanian Uber driver. We had a Romanian driver. Uber pro- driver who was like, Dracula was not that was bad. Pro Dracula. He's pro Dracula. You know, they've kind of taught the, the, the legend, but they've ta- taught the myth. But the reality is that he was a modernizer. <laughs> pro Dracula guy. And then you like brought up bats, and he's like, "There are many bats there." Yeah, I, did. I was like, "Where are the lot bats?" He's like, "There are." He was, like, some, he was specifically some are Draculas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was specifically from Transylvania. Oh. That's yeah, right. So yes, he was a Transylvanian guy. Um. Anyway, uh, we're pretty far afield from my score on Pollo Campero. Mm. I, I was wh- what I was going to say is is for me this place definitely better than El Pollo Loco. Definitely better than like KFC. I mean, come on, what are we doing here? Um. You know, I'd, I'd prefer it to like a Boston Market. I'd prefer it to a uh, oh. To a church's chicken, does it reach the threshold of Popeyes, my favorite? And I think in terms of of chicken quality and the sides, I'd still take Popeyes. Mm. Okay, which I think gives Pollo Campero still the excellent score of four and a half forks. Maybe wow. I eventually get all the way to five, but I'm in these two experiences. I think this is a four and a half fork chain that I really enjoyed, and you know. Uh, I think belongs in the Golden Plate Club, although it did not quite get there today. I love Pollo Campero. What a what a what experience! It was great. What a winner! Quite quite good. I'm very glad I got to try it out. But not in the Golden Plate Club because of a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> you know, unless you want to mend your score, Kate. Well, I don't like being peer pressured, so don't uh... do it. <laughs> <laughs> the Diet Pepsi is very important to me. That's true. There you go. You know what? This is, I will this shows stand you. firm. Wow. This Pollo shows Campero you. should get in touch like how restaurants do on Yelp. Yeah. Like they should get in touch with you to say like, we can make this right. Yeah. We'll get you a Diet Pepsi. You know, <laughs> I think if I had the Diet Pepsi from like the drive through area, it would have been a better Diet Pepsi. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have gone to the drive through Diet Pepsi. The- soda dispenser to go to get that pepsi this is just it comes down to hairs like this times times hinge on the the effervescence in a a fountain soda uh hey all right that was our review of pollo campero it's time for a segment jack allison and kate shapiro you've been sentenced to death Like Mussolini, like much like (laughs) Mussolini, (laughs) much like Mussolini but you never you never were that bad okay um yeah, what did I do? Did I deserve it? Uh, no, you did not deserve it. It's the year uh, 20, uh, uh, 2028. Are you trying to remember the year the book is set? It's 2038, I think. It's the year 2038. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Elon Musk has become president. Oh, no. Oh, my. And any living author who didn't use AI, he's condemning to death. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's right. And, uh, so most of the writers don't get put to death? <laughs> most of the writers don't get put to death. But because you guys wrote this wonderful book, you're both sentenced to death. And why? So how's he going to do it? He's going to have you drive a Tesla. Wow. Oh, no. so, and he just, that's a he, death trap. I know. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> but not that's, in the Hyperloop, I hope. That's in the Hyperloop. Oh, wow. No. You're, you're driving a Tesla in the Hyperloop. <laughs> going to catch fire. And he just, no escape. he just knows that it will take care of, it will take care of business. Yeah. But before you're put to death, you are, you're given one last meal, anything your heart desires. He has a 3D printer. That can print up your yes. heart's desire, anything you'd want. <laughs> it also does a shitty job, just so you know. Mm. But 
No, it doesn't. No, this is this is a, it does. He it bought was, it from it a was, different yeah, company. Yeah, he, someone else. It's made not it. one he made. Okay, he got yeah. a good one. It. Yeah, he he bought and this it. Is, this is a future three D printer that can print any food you want. Anything mm-hmm. is absolutely anything is on the table. This is a reality where where whatever dreams you have in terms of food and drinks can come to life for your last meal. That's right. What do you choose? You're being held in a cyber cage. That's also that's something else too. Yeah, it's a cyber cage. <laughs> Interesting. Kate, do you have do you have any thoughts or should I go? I think first I would say, listen, Elon, I know you like having babies and I'll just have it for you if you want to have more. <laughs> if I can live, I'll have more babies because I know you're all about population. I'll just have your babies if you let me live. Hmm. Uh, but then I would say probably barbecue. And a barbecue. bunch of sides, a bunch and of good sides, like jalapeno, like macaroni and cheese, wow. and like coleslaw that's not savory. Do you have a specific and place like, that you get it from, too, or no? Um, Man, that, there was a place I went to as a kid, like way out in the middle of nowhere, uh, where you like, there was a cow and you would like point at the cow and then you'd come the next day. And oh, my that was God. That was dead and served oh my to you. God. I feel like wild. it must be bullshit. It's got to be a whole cow. Yeah. But I mean, but it was like Lano, Texas. Like sometimes I'm like, maybe it wasn't. They're like, we'll like, just cut out just the one steak it, and throw the rest in the garbage. Right. <laughs> it was like a, the best ever. They had like 17 different kinds of sauce. I remember when I was in China, they, like whenever you got anything, they brought like 60 bottles of random shit to put all over your food. I and I'm like, like that. that is awesome. I want barbecue and like 800 different things to put on top of it. So I like that you're condemned to death. And then also you kind of do a similar thing to the cow that you pick out. <laughs> you're kind of like, you're going to die too. You have to go through what, yeah, you what we're going to through. Cage. Yeah, you yeah, drive I'm going to pay it forward. That's what I want right. to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they kill cows in the future. They put them in, in Teslas through yeah. the, <laughs> the hyperloop. hyperloop. Already barbecued. <laughs> Comes out barbecued on the other side. <laughs> Jack, what is your what's your answer? Well, for me, I I think that I would play psychological mind games with this man. And mm-hmm. we have the 3D printer. Mm-hmm. It can make anything. I would say, print me you. Print wow. Me, print me wow. your body. Oh. And watch me eat you piece by piece <laughs> before you put me to death. Print me you, sir. Wow. Print me out of you. <laughs> and alive. So you can watch you wail. <laughs> He's like screaming. So this is like an infinity pool scenario where you've got a clone this of him is, that, I mean, can, that has can, his you memories. You can print anything. Wow. Print, and then I'll say, how do you know this one isn't you? How do That's you know true. Which that ones would which? really fuck with them. How do you know which ones? Which? I mean, I I love this answer. That's a great answer. Would you have a side of anything else? Maybe McDonald's. I would get fries? a McDonald's. I was gonna say. I, right. I would also like the and put me up a Big Mac while you're at it. You <laughs> holding a bag of of Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. What sauces would you use? With <laughs> Good question. I mean, you know, you really can't go wrong with ranch overall. That's, yeah. You know, I think ranch is not bad. Bit of ajou, yeah. I think, could be tasty. Sure. A bit of ajou. Elon, uh, Elon ajou. Elon ajou. Wow. I, I well, okay. Well, look, Kate, you're safe because you now have a family with Elon. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> the devil's which, bargain. Which you is, made. yeah, you're you're now condemned to that life. <laughs> but right before Jack, before you get executed, authors of another book not written by AI 
Mitch and Weiger in another cell, the Doughboys book. Wow. I yell out, hey, 3D printer, print up Zuckerberg. <laughs> and Zuckerberg comes out and fights Elon Musk. Punches through the cyber cage. <laughs> Punches through the cyber cage <laughs> and finally battles Elon Musk. Wow. Wow. Our hero. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He goes full dolphin on this guy. <laughs> he prints more. He prints more Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. He prints more, and then they go dolphin they swarm pack him. on him. Dolphin his ass. And so one Elon is screaming from the Zuckerberg fuck fest. Yeah. Am I is, me? Am I the real one? And then and I'm just like the my other tummy hurts. And the other is screaming from Jack eating. <laughs> Am I me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's me? Which is which? Who has it worse? <laughs> Eat me instead. <laughs> Freeing Kate in the process as well. We're wow, all there you go. It worked yeah, out. Right, perfect. Thank God. Hey, I want to keep my child support from Elon coming, though. So. <laughs> you'll still get that. Yeah, you'll yeah. get another. That's yeah. a trust. It's a blind trust. Well, for a little, like, F-15, like, Abrams tank. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, hey, that was last meal. Just like a restaurant, you your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. That and- was a pretty good last meal. Yeah, I'm that's full. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Today's email is from Terry MCE on the Dose Scored. They I do, write, can, I, can I quickly say that Elon is the one who backed down in that fight, right? That's what we I hear. I'm not paying attention. Today to he shit. said that he's gonna do like some Tesla self-driving like ride over to Mark Zuckerberg's house, and he's gonna knock Jesus. on the door, and I guess they're gonna fight. I hope they just kill each other. Uh, me too. I don't like either of them, but I guess I would have to root for Zuckerberg over Elon. We would, you know, Mitch, you were right. Your earlier point about this being like this boring dystopia is correct. That yeah. I would much rather be living Akira. in cyberpunk edge runners yeah. than living in this shit. These like two put me in fucking Blade Runner, Robocop, like, doughy dweebs being like, and I'm yeah. gonna kick your ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go ahead and retweet me, so I'll go kick his ass. Yeah, go Facebook guy, we like you. Like, oh, fuck, this fucking Elon's suck, like, us. I'm coming to you in a Tesla, and apparently Mark Zuckerberg. Like, how does like people say like he takes the sport very seriously? He doesn't just beat up whoever comes to his house in a Tesla. That's so. Yeah, give me Your Ghost God. in the it Shell. Sucks. I want the fingers yeah. to turn into like little fingers so I can type faster. <laughs> some bullshit. Give me the Matrix. Even I oh, love yeah. the Matrix. The steak tastes good. Steak, yeah, the steak did look good. Look great. Does look good. <laughs> That's the point of that movie. That's what the takeaway should be. <laughs> Joey Pants was right. Uh, today's email is from Terry Mc, uh, Terry MCE on the Dose Scored. Terry writes, I just signed up for a hot wing eating challenge next weekend because I'm wow. a glutton for punishment and a bit of a heat seeker, as am I. I'll be eating 10 orders of wings that can progressively hotter as the challenge goes on. Good God, that's a lot in, qu- in terms of quantity. I plan on wearing my Doughboys t-shirt while I do it. Uh, don't do it yet. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> you put on like a podcast or ride t-shirt, like that's fine. Just kidding. Wear that. We love with that. We love we're it. very. We're, we'd be very proud to see you with that T-shirt. Oh, wait, wait, as your uh, corpse, as a, yeah. your corpse is dipped <laughs> into a body bag, <laughs> as a medic is cutting it off. Yeah. Of um, in a in a trial, demanding to know what this shirt is. <laughs> this guy's in a doughboy shirt and Joker makeup. <laughs> How many wings is it again? I, it just says ten orders of wings. I when I see order, I assume, and they get aggressively hotter. hotter. When I hear Oof. order, I'm thinking like six to twelve. Gotta wings. be six at yeah, least. Yeah, maybe it's four wings, but Jeez. that's like that's a lot of wings. Even if they were unseasoned, that's a lot of wings. I mean, to we talked. We talk, I mean, we've tried nuggets. Yeah, Gabriel got to sixty two. 
I got to somewhere in the 40s, I, I tapped out in the 30s, maybe even the 20s. It was, I, it was, I, it was, it was, I beat you by quite a bit. I you believe. did beat me by, I, I tapped out early though. I started feeling bad. Maybe I was, I was like, 47. I maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, 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 I'm look, I'm glad we should have the ER doctor. That's what I'm saying. Call. Maybe you should have the doctor. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad we've stopped that, doing feats of endurance on yeah. the show because I can't do it. I just can't fucking. I drank do like it. a liter of milk the other night. In you the didn't have show. to do that. Oh. You uh, did it for a cheap pop. You didn't need to do it. How many how many wings do you? Because you Jack Jack's a big wing boy. Kate, I don't know how you feel about wings, but um, how many wings do you think you could eat in the sitting? I I think that I could, if I like really went at it, I think I could probably do like. 25 wings, maybe? I'd be very... I could do 25 wings. It'd be yeah. a lot, but I could do 25 wings. I don't know. Mr. fucking 30 nuggets or whatever. Well, the if I'm was. not in the context of like, hey, this is we're eating this for content. If it was just like, hey, you know, go ahead and eat this thing. I think everyone... What do you think What do you think your most right. wings could be? What do you, what do you got, How do you guys feel about the most wings you could do? Well, I mean, over what period of time? I feel like I have yeah. eaten easily 20 wings like during a Super Bowl game sure. and you're there for many hours and I do one set of 12 and then another set of eight later. Right, I'd say, the, I'd say like, 90, 90 minutes because I, I think that yeah, that's like a long... That's a long time. And what you're talking about was the power hour where we're supposed to eat one nugget every minute for yeah. 60 minutes. Like mm -hmm. that's a very, that's an accelerated timeline. If you have 90 minutes, I think it could take down two dozen wings. I think I could too. I think about two dozen sounds like like right to me. Yeah, right around there too for me. Katie, are you a wing fan? I do like wings. Um, but how, how much of like, sometimes when I eat a wing, like I'm not eating all of the meat on this, sure, like, yeah. on the bone. So yeah, I don't know if like, there's a wing there's judge a there. I don't like it. So, you know, there's no referee. There probably would so be a ref I in this scenario, but I think in the, in what Mitch is talking <laughs> about, it's more casual than that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I probably two dozen too. Yeah. It seems, it seems if like I was hungry. Yeah, I fucking yeah. piranha those wings. I fucking I take uh, every although, every scrap although, of meat from them. If they were like honey barbecue wings, I think I could eat more. But mm. I would definitely get heartburn faster with like mm. atomic wings or whatever. Yeah, sure. You piranha the wings, you say? Yeah, like like a, like piranhas will like fucking eat everything or yes. except it, for the bone. It's also called Heathcliffing. I'll Heathcliff them. Oh yeah, Heathcliff them. Because he he's, pulls out the bones of the fish. That's he's right, got a beef with Heath. Oh no, you don't like. Uh, oh no, you don't. No, you, you don't do like Heathcliff. Well, I mean, yeah. like I, I'm, I, I'm fine with Heathcliff. I'm just saying, like a lot of his cartoons don't make sense. Mm -hmm. But also, I do appreciate that they exist. Well, this makes a lot of sense to me. The the, the piranhaing. It's more simple to me. You were the one who was weird in that scenario. What are you talking about? Heathcliff made more sense with it. Yeah, Heathcliff. Mm. I get it. Heathcliff. It's the same thing. Fine. It's the thing Heathcliff You're does. You're not okay. talking about the Emily Bronte novel, Wuthering Heights, are you? That's no, not what no. we are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Heathcliff in Wuthering Heights, he eats a fish and pulls out the bones intact. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Uh, the question was, my question is, how would you prepare for an intimidating eating challenge and or what would you do to recover from one? Yes, please get Bug Main back on the pod. Buzz, buzz. I think that I would not. I, I, um, but I think a lot of the times eating not a lot can hurt. Like no, you want to eat like a like a modest meal. Yeah, you don't. If you go on a totally empty stomach, your body's like in starvation mode. I think I wouldn't eat though for like five or six hours oh. before the competition. Probably, I maybe have a bowl of cereal in the morning. Something I, or like a salad or something before I did it. And I'm saying like five hours before it, I, I would, I would, I would, I would, 
I would give myself sometimes, but that's me. Yeah, I think I would have like a, you know, like maybe some some greens and a couple of eggs for breakfast, you know, just like kind of a like light both protein and some nutrition for breakfast. And I'd probably have like a bowl of yogurt with some or a little cup of yogurt with some Yogurt's fruit good. or something yeah. or an apple. I would have like some sort of like substantial snack a little bit. Fucking apple before the competition. Well, not fucking apple. Oh, okay, eat an apple. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Um, that's for after my man. <laughs> Two apples, please. <laughs> you ever watch that Fox special, Man versus uh, Beast, or Man versus Animal? Yeah, I've animal? seen some of that. You know the one where the the hot dog eating fella goes up against the yes. the, bear? Against yeah. the bear? Yeah, What's what's his name again? I think it's Kobayashi. Kobayashi goes up against the bear. I would watch that just to remind myself that even legends fail. Yeah. Kobayashi couldn't <laughs> defeat the bear, yeah. and maybe I won't defeat this, and it doesn't make me any less a legend. That is um, that's. It a is a really point. funny piece of video because he'll like back like twenty. Yeah, he'll per just mouthful. grab like, and he'll, and he's not even, he doesn't even know he's in a competition. <laughs> yeah, and the, the announcers say <laughs> as much. Yeah, yeah. The announcers say as much as like the Bears way ahead. He doesn't even know he's in a competition. <laughs> mm. Kobayashi like he's I mean, trying his best. There's Kobayashi also. There I mean, isn't there. There's some. Uh, there's there's some controversy about this too. Like didn't Kobayashi. Like he isn't invited to the the. We we talked about this before, but uh, yes, on our Nathan's episode. But there's a whole ongoing feud with Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, the long running champ at this point, and there was like a whole Kobayashi. I think tried to crash the ceremony and or crash the contest and got arrested a few years back. He hasn't been the same since the bear took him down. He's kind of like Casey at bat. <laughs> <laughs> Just out, out there, middle of the night, eating hot dogs. He wants hubris. Yeah. He, he, I, think he, I think he flew too close to the sun. But I, 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 I think for me, Jack was actually there for this. We went to Howland Rays, and I had the hottest level of of uh, – We remember we got the yeah. Howland level? We got like Which the we high... reviewed. We reviewed Howland Rays recently. And I ate quite a bit of it. I don't know if you remember this. And I – Almost died. It's the, pretty spicy. It's pretty spicy. And the next two days, like, I almost died. So this would be a big part of my pre-gaming or post-gaming where if I don't know how hot these wings are getting, but I maybe need some milk nearby, and then I'd also need to take Pepto-Bismol. I, like, I don't even know what I would do because with the Howlin' Racing, I was just – I was fucked for, for almost three days. I would so here so here big thing I would do is make sure is like take some sort of fiber some sort of dietary fiber mm, I think that's smart. like an important thing cuz probably whatever you're eating is going to be you know just like a lot of fat and protein um maybe carbs uh you know like, like get like get a little a little scoop of powder and mix it up and shake it up in a bottle and have it after the competition uh make sure you stay hydrated I but I think the thing I would do first off I would go for a long walk like that's a thing I would do earlier. Not don't get a big workout in, but I go for like a long walk, not something super vigorous. And think about why am I doing this? Think about why am I doing this? <laughs> and uh, the other thing I was going to suggest was meditating ahead of time. If you're ever in like a very high pressure situation, like sometimes like meditation is nice for centering yourself and being present. Um, and again, another opportunity to think like, why am I doing this? Mm. Do I have to do this? Wouldn't it be nice if this guy wrote back? And he's like, I dropped out. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wore my shirt when I dropped out. <laughs> Kate, have you ever done an eating com any sort of eating competition, any sort of feat of endurance culinarily? And do you have any advice for someone who is going to prepare for an, uh, an eating challenge? I have not done anything. But what you guys are suggesting are way too healthy than what I would try. I would be like, I'm going to take two Adderall uh, <laughs> and four shots of whiskey. <laughs> so, like, the only thing I'm, like, focused on is, like, eating more. Wow. Um, and then just, just like, also, like, if I have to take out the competition, like, I'm, like, kind of in beast mode, I can, like, do that. 
and also like just eat tums, like four tums beforehand, four tums during, and then four after. At least the whiskey, like it will, I'll be hungover, and that will be better. (laughs) (laughs) That's booze can help. I mean, some people like to smoke weed. (laughs) Some people, if you have a few drinks in you, it could help in the competition. But I don't know. I feel like for a Doughboys listener, I wouldn't suggest drinking. I feel like this kid is just going to like throw up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I might have a nice cold brew dog suggest, afterwards. I, I don't endorse any of the things I just said. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it that way, but I'm just saying a, a Doughboys listener will like barf everywhere, I feel like. <laughs> it will be like the Stand By Me pie eating contest. Yeah. Um, I feel like people are going to barf no matter what. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the barfing is just a given. I just truly, the thing that would bother me the most is the is the spiciness in my stomach. It's yes. the Homer Simpson drinking a candle thing. It's like, how do you how do you make it so your stomach doesn't get fucked up? Well, there's also like his tongue, like too. That's a big part yeah, of it. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I think I think that I I think a spicy challenge. This this particular challenge is both quantity and then level of heat. This seems again. You say you're a glutton for punishment, and I would agree with you. That seems it, 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 like extremely challenging. So I don't think I'd be able to do it. I mean, I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the answer. That's, just yeah. don't do it. Just bail yeah. on it. That's what everyone's kind of getting at. Yeah, yeah. Don't, do just don't, do don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Enjoy one order of wings and have a second one <laughs> if you're so inclined. That's good. Yeah. You know what? Do it. I kind of do, yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, you and you do know it. what? Jack off before, during, and after. <laughs> you should jack off before. I think definitely jack help. off before. Yeah. That's it. That's a, that's all the advice I got. Good luck. Break a Good leg. Good luck. Yeah, break a leg. Win. Break a leg, Terry MCE. Uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GODO. That's 830-463-6844. And you can get the Doughboys Double Our Weekly Bonus Episode by joining the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Sound like you said Patreon. I'll take it again. No, don't to take get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. There we go. Emma, just use the second take. Kill the Rich is the book. Jack Allison, Kate Shapiro. Uh, tell us uh, how to get the book and uh, anything else you'd like to, uh, uh, our listeners to know about it. Yeah. Um, I think the best way to get it is we have killtherichbook.com. So you can just go to that, and that'll take you to the Clash website. They're the publishers. Uh, you can order... I mean, I think this will come out. You'll have just a few days left to pre-order a copy, and then you'll get a signed one uh, oh, by rad. me and Kate. Um, so just go to killtherichbook.com uh, and get the book. Um, I've pre-ordered mine. Is there anything you want to add about that, Kate? Yeah. Um, if you don't want to pre-order it and get our signed copy, order it from your local bookstore so they're That's forced right. to order it. So that they're forced to hear uh, the name of it and that somebody wants it. Uh, if you have a local bookstore. Which which mo- many don't actually many won't have a local bookstore. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to promote because um, I know Mitch isn't allowed to is that all the Doughboys listeners should be watching Twisted Metal, <laughs> where Mitch is very very funny in it uh, and is a much is a very big role in it and I know is bound by the rules of his guild uh, not to even speak on it. Uh, but I can say that everybody should go watch the Peacock the the top ever streamed Peacock show. Wow. Twisted Metal. Very nice of you. Wow. A true friend. Jackie Boy, we're, we're, I, I love you. I'm proud of you. Katie Gal, I'm also, I feel like over the course of the two hours, we're now, that's loud, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But uh, congratulations. Congrats to both of you. Very I can't wait. I really book, can't yeah. wait to read the book. And I, and, uh, you know, Jack lent me a book a year ago and I never <laughs> opened a page of it. Not his book, but a book. I'm going to. It's a 100 page long James Bond <laughs> novel. Yeah. Um... But I'm very, very, 
looking for I'm very much looking forward to reading the book Thank and, you. and everything I've heard about it's hilarious. We've, we've, and we're very we're very happy for you guys. It's very awesome. excited. Great buzz about this book. I'm really excited to, to check it out myself. And uh we've talked for a while about doing the Mitch one book challenge. I think this is the one I think this will break finally it. do wow. it. Yeah. Wow. That's for my adult Dude. whole adulthood. We're gonna we're gonna put if you can do the one book challenge on this book, that'll be the poll quote for the second printing. <laughs> this is the one book I read. Mike Mitchell, Twisted Metal. The one book I've read in many decades. <laughs> that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Bye. Want to dress like the Doughboys? Of course you don't. But you will want to wear our all-new Doughboys merch. Check out our completely revamped merch line in partnership with Kinship Goods. We've got high-quality shirts, hats, aprons, totes, and much more to come. Wow! Only at doughboys.kinshipgoods.com. That's K-I-N-S-H-I-P goods.com. Sources for the intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.